Hey everybody, welcome to our brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I got Vince Pichel and the Greg Wilson in studio. Rashad Evans should be here in a couple minutes. Great show. I want to thank our sponsors, D Cypher. D hyphen Cypher. It's a lifestyle firm designed to make your life better. Look, people, this world can fucking suck. One minute you're up, the next minute you're down. Fuck that. What you need is balance that shit out. So why not make life easier? Contact D Cypher. And let them help. Decipher is a company designed to cover a wide range of issues, all with the goal of making life painless. They specialize in life coaching, mental coaching, negotiations, personal advising, and even business consulting. These are all services designed to help you maximize your full potential. Why wait? Don't hesitate. Grab life by the balls today. Call and schedule an appointment right now. 1-888-731-COACH. That's 1-888-731-2622. And use the code DODGEBALL for 10% off all your services. Also, I want to thank American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia at events. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, football, movies, everything else in between. Their past signings have included Fedor, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Merlis Conan, and more. Sean is a great dude. Loves fighting. Used to be a wrestler himself. Like, a, like a, a pro wrestler. So check out their website to find out who's signing next. Go to their events, meet the celebrities, and build your man cave. AIASE.com. Also, tip a fighter. Listen, fighters are underpaid. A lot of them, like my boy Vince right here, has to work AAA, okay? AAA while he's fighting. How many people on the Lakers are doing AAA while they're playing basketball? Not many. Just okay. Swaggy P. Uh, just Swaggy just P. Just Swaggy P. So, listen. But that's his way of meeting girls. Nice. So, so now, tip a fighter can change that. Okay? The fans can tip the fighters directly. Okay? Fighters, there's no reason you should not be with tip a fighter. Bubba Jenkins is with them. And Bubba Jenkins is fighting this Friday night for Bellator. Bubba Jenkins, I love you, man. I support you. I look forward to your fight. If you like the way Bubba fights this week, throw him some cash. I'm gonna. Okay? Go to tipafighter.com at tipafighter. All right, people. Listen. It was a crazy weekend, and I have some thoughts on Ronda. Uh, a little, I had, to, I had to write them down. Okay, listen. You wrote them down? I wrote them down. Oh, wow. That must take forever. <laughs> yes. Now, I hate to say to you guys, I told you so, okay? But I've been watching Holly Holm fight for a long time. I actually watched her fight live in San Diego, and I said, this girl is going to give Ronda problems, okay? Go back to the podcast, listen to when I said it. I said, she's going to give Ronda problems because of the style she fights. She's not one of these girls that's just going to run into her. She's she's not just going to freak out. She's been there before. She's had how many fights has she had? So many fights. And the way she fights is she's not, she's, she doesn't make that many mistakes, if any mistakes, okay? She had the perfect style for someone like Ronda Rousey. So that being said, okay, I was still, okay, hesitant, all right? And plus, she's cool with winning boring fights. Not many fighters are cool with that. Yeah. A lot of fighters, they want to be entertaining. They want to do this. They want, sure. She just wants to win. She doesn't care if people are bored. And, and, and there are special kind of fighters that are like that. Guys like Ben Askren, okay? Guys like John Fitch. Guy, there are certain, there's a certain kind of fighter that just wants to win. Doesn't care about wowing the fans Leona every time. Leona Okay, Leona Machida's like that. Perfect example, Okay. So that's why Holly Holm had this going for her. And I knew Ronda was in trouble from the get-go. Okay, first of all, uh, she's having issues. Her mom hates her trainer. Her mom, when you ha- her mom has razors since she was 
what, three years old? I, mean, I was Razor Forever. I was going to say, uh, I yeah. think she came out of her vagina. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, mean, I meant Razor Forever. <laughs> I mean, did right. she give her away for two years all and right. come back and be okay. like, hey, I'm your mom. I'm here she to raise you now. She rented her out. Please let, let, let Sorry, me finish, okay? Okay. Her mom has raised her fighting. This is a comedy show. Though, uh, okay. Her mom has raised her fighting since she was three. Okay. She started her grappling a very young age. Okay. She's always been in her corner. As soon as I knew that her, her mom didn't go to Australia with her, it was a wrap. Okay. She didn't have that person behind her that's yeah. been there her whole life. That fucking rock. The rock wasn't there that Rhonda needs. Second of all, this trainer she's with Edmund, it was only a matter of time. This guy right here, I, I've never been a fan of Edmund. Okay, look at Edmund's track record. Jake Ellenberger tried to turn him into a boxer. He, he, became, he was 0-2 with Edmund. Uh, Shayna Baszler, 0-1 with Edmund. Marina Shafir, 0-2 with Edmund. Uh, Jessamine Duke, 0-1 with Edmund. Uh, uh, Travis Brown, 1-1 with Edmund, okay? And even the fight he won against, uh, against Brandon Schaub, I don't even think he looked that great, okay? So... You have a guy with a proven losing record, except for Ronda. Okay, now what does he do? He convinces Ronda Rousey that she's a boxer. Not only a boxer, she's the best boxer in the world. He's telling her all the time, you're a great boxer, you're a great boxer. Her one strength, okay, well, she has a lot of strength, but her main strength being judo, mm -hmm. jiu-jitsu. The grappling. He, he, the grappling. He took that out of her fucking arsenal and said, here's boxing, okay? And now you're fighting a boxer, a girl who's a, a world champion. There was a reason when Randy Couture fought James Tony, he didn't box with him. He went for a low single, took him down into an arm triangle, and it was a wrap. Yep. And after he won, he said, if it was a boxing match, I would have got my ass kicked. Yep. He said that in the octagon. Because there's a fucking guy uh, who understands combat sports, okay? Ronda Rousey said, fuck it, I'm going to box with a boxer. That there's nothing. Why not just get into a wrestling match against Jordan Burroughs? It's it's fucking insane. That that was the worst game plan she could have had, and her mom saw it. Her mom was watching this, going, "What the fuck? Get her out of this camp! Get her out of this camp! This guy's a terrible coach." Her mom was, it was a world champion judoka, and is watching her daughter. But her daughter is winning with this guy, and everyone's telling her daughter how great she is. And there's the other thing, okay? Holly Holm had zero distractions. Zero. She had Greg Jackson, who is the best, one of the best trainers in the world. He had Mike Winklejohn. Nothing. All she had to do was eat, train, boom. Rhonda's got a Just book deal. Day. Focus Just another on day for Rhonda. Her. Rhonda's got a book deal. She's got Roadhouse sequels. She's got this. She's got every celebrity. She's going on Ellen DeGeneres. She's she's dating Travis Brown, who was an alleged wife beater. And, and that, married. A, 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 oh, who was married. And that in itself was the whole thing. Still married. She had all these fucking distractions. Not anymore. The fight is in, <laughs> the fight is in Australia. Okay, it's at 7 in the morning. Okay? Yep. And I, I don't even know if the fight was at 8 o'clock at night. I don't think it would have made a difference. But it's the, the time frame. When Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas, it was in Japan. The yep. fight was at noon. There was all these fucking things going on. Okay? And I knew it. Okay, I knew it. It was tough for me to say it because, A, I had Marina as my co-host. I'm friends with Rhonda's mom, uh, you know. But Rhonda, uh, at the same time, is, uh, you know, I asked her to come on the podcast. Marina's telling me stop asking her to go on the podcast. So she's not exactly, you know, I wouldn't say a friend, a friend of, the, of the show. A friend of the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm texting Rhonda. Hey, come on the show. I'm getting a text back from Marina. Stop, leave Rhonda alone. Okay, I'll leave you alone, Rhonda. No problem. I understand. Okay, but she had all these things going for her. 
But I, it was it, the writing was on the wall. Okay, we, we had John Dodson on the show. Dodson was saying her training couldn't have been going better. I called Isaac Valley Flag. Couldn't have been going better. And then you had Rhonda, whose mother is not going with her for the show. It was it was a a perfect storm of events of just horrible situation for Ronda Rousey. By the way, Rashad Evans just came in. Rashad, Rashad uh, Evans, sugar, sugar now, Rashad Evans. Now, I'm not jumping off the bandwagon yet, okay? As bad as this fight looked for Ronda, I think that she can still beat, I think she can beat Holly Holm. Sure. But she needs a different camp. She needs to get the fuck out of GFC. She needs to join either Faraz up in Canada she needs to go to an AKA if black zillions will ever allow women. Okay. Uh, she needs to go to a black zillion. That's not true. That's she, not true. She needs, to go to, Talks she, right needs, she needs to go to American top team. She needs to get the fuck out of GFC. And if she wants to be a fighter, which she may not want to be a fighter. I mean, she's been doing this her whole life. She may just say, fuck it. Go to the Gina Carano route. Okay. I'll just do movies, be an actress, but if she wants to be a fighter. She needs to get a real camp. Uh, that's, well, those are my thoughts. Uh, anybody want, you guys want to weigh in on this? Well, I'll go last because I'm just a comedian. Let's, let's talk to the real <laughs> uh, fighters. Sure. Let's talk to the real fighters first. Um, well, I, f- I feel like um, the problems with her and, and the reason why you've seen the outcome that you did on uh, on Saturday was because it was just uh, a bunch of stuff added together, a perfect storm. You know, I knew at the weigh-ins yep. when she came in and she was very emotional and then she had that 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 crazy speech afterwards where it really didn't make any sense to anybody but her she seemed unreasonably emotional yeah it, no because reason. well i mean she's when 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 you have so much like so much pressure on you like she did she was always having having ways to you know have it be able to uh i guess disperse in a way you know what i'm saying having mm-hmm. release be able to release it but she had no way to release it so at that moment she oh, no, felt that was a time to to release it and it came out just very kind of crazy, kind of, yeah. kind of crazy. So she brought too much emotion into the, to the cage and she brought so many problems into the cage with her. You know, uh, when you, when you, when you have a life like she's had and she's been told she's this and she's that, and she's been drinking her own Kool-Aid and, um, you, you start to believe all the things you, and, and when, someone challenges you and you're feeling like, okay, I have all this pressure on me. Now, where do I go from here? And your mom saying stuff about your coach. And there's that weird feeling. Mom didn't come with her. I know, but that, that, that weird feeling right. is still there. That weird yeah. feeling is still there because well, it's, the under, it. it's the underlying yeah. tension. It's the underlying tension with all of it. You know, she's used to having that cast of people there and everybody's not there working harmoniously. So she has that she's stuck in the middle. Of, she's of stuck in the middle and she, and she has that emotional so so now what used to be her safety zone, her 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 release, the cage is now she's bringing baggage into the cage right, with yeah. her. And when you bring baggage in the cage, and I know from experience, you get your ass whooped. So like, does that ha- yeah. what happened? Like with your fights against uh, uh, Leona Machida, was there a baggage that you had going into that? Yeah, you know, uh, for that fight, I just was, um, I had a lot. Yeah, I, I was definitely just out of sorts a bit, you know, I just became champion a few months earlier and I was really just trying to adjust to the lifestyle and just, you know, um, believe in my own hype a little bit and really not doing what I was doing before to right. get the belt, right? you know, and, and those, and those are the things that kind of blindside you. And it's one of those things that you see in hindsight, but you know, in her case, it's hard to be on point all the time for everybody. You know, everybody want that Rhonda moment where she, where she's, you know, 
she's that total badass where people looking at her like, wow, she's uber confident, you know. But at yeah. the same time, she's very sweet. I don't know if I she's should a hate person. her. She's a yeah, I don't know if I should yeah. hate her or like her. You know, you're always con- constantly yeah. conflicted with that, with the whole Rhonda personality. But that was her shtick. That was what made her the person that she is. That's what made her this iconic figure was the fact that she had those two parallels that you didn't know if you should hate her or you should so, like so her. the way that she got knocked out, which is pretty devastating. You had gotten uh, knocked out as well in yeah. a very devastating. Now, what the take us through? Because I, I don't, me, Greg, I, we never, I don't know how that happens. Okay, you, you got suplex on your head, uh, one of one of your fights. So, yeah. but now what? We've all been fucked up. That was a tough one. That would hurt. <laughs> but, but what oh, happens? What happens as far as like? Okay, the next day, the, are, are you getting less phone calls, more phone calls? Are you hibernating? What, how, how I was going to say, yeah, do you don't not want to answer anybody? Seems like that would be my response. Yeah, for me, it was like that. Like, I didn't want to be around anyone. I just needed to, like, be in my own little world and kind right. of just hibernate for a little bit and just not, because I knew exactly what was going to happen afterwards. I'm going to hear all kinds of shit talking. Everyone's going to say, yeah, you fucking suck. They're going to talk shit. You're going to have your, your yes people around you. Giving but, you sympathetic shit. Yeah, but you don't want yeah. to hear that either. You don't want to hear that either. You're still the just, greatest. Like, shut the fuck yeah, up. Get yeah. out of my ear right now. You just need that extra time to clear your head and, and really play over what happened and, and learn from it, because that's the only way you could really learn from right. something is you play right. it over like you that. You have to process yeah, you got, it. You got to digest it. And then what I do. After I have a loss like that, I I uh I just I go into my little my little hole and I just kinda just be alone with myself and my thoughts for a while. And for her, I'm sure she had to turn off social media. There's like a million memes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and pe- but people are cold blooded, man, but they've been waiting for the opportunity. It seems as if like sometimes people just put you on a pedestal just to see you fall and then stab you on the way yep. down. Oh, and they're vultures. They're vultures. They wanna they wanna ride that train of, wanna, of your, yeah, of your and, defeat. They and, want people I know I'm MMA roasted. I'm not retweeting a meme of the girl getting knocked out. Okay. Yeah. People are sending <laughs> I haven't me either. thousands I'm of sure. memes. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, I'm She's yeah. lying there on the fucking ground. I'm not. I, it's she's still a person. Lying and that, there on and the that's ground. what it is because it's hard to divorce the character in which we know Ronda Rousey that 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 parallel of emotion where you like her and you hate her and the person who she really is, which really none of us really knows. You know, I don't really know the real Ronda Rousey. But when when you see something like that happen. You're like you feel like you just want to say ha ah, fuck you to the character, but at the same time you have to understand there's that that person underneath all of that, and that's what that's what becomes so hard because at the end of the day, she was built up to be something, and she wasn't. Yeah. She wasn't that. I mean, granted, yeah. grant, let, let, let me say this. Let me let me let me say this first. What Ronda Rousey was is. Um, uh, I guess can never be replaced, meaning the fact that what she's brought to women, just that the strength, what she brought to women MMA, you know what I'm saying? Right. We had a, the largest card in UFC history headlined by a woman, yeah. you know, and, and what the empowerment and everything else that she brought to just, just the whole sport. I mean, she changed the sport, the, the face of mixed martial arts, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Women, women don't get audiences like they do in any sport and really, except for tennis, like, you know, like she was able to bring in a most unlikely sports mixed martial arts, one of the roughest in in yeah. in, 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 yeah. in yeah. combat no, sports. So what she was able to bring, you can never take that away. But what she was not is what people like that. That's the harder part to swallow. What she was not, she was not invincible. I just, right. right, no, and yeah. I think and nobody honest, is at the end of the day. Well, right. I I think that the best thing for her fighting career was what happened because that, because I think that. She had this thing of I cannot get knocked out. Nobody can beat me. And I and I talk to fighters every week 
That's what about about their first about their first loss, and they always say, "I didn't think I could get knocked out." I, I honestly, I didn't think I could get dropped. And uh, I agree, and I case disagree in point, with you. Case in point, when I got knocked out by Laota Machida, I was talking shit the whole time because I was hurt. And I was like, there's no way. I was like, you yeah. hit like, I was like, you hit like a bitch. There's no way you're not. Like, I was thinking in my mind, there's no way you're, As you're getting rocked. Me. I'm getting rocked. And I'm talking the whole, I'm talking shit the whole time. And I'm getting rocked. My face is getting eaten. I remember this yeah, too. I'm just I remember eating you punches. wagging your head. I'm like, no. Yeah, this no, not you happening. ain't got me. I remember that. And then that. next thing you know, I'm getting woke up and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? What just happened? And you know what? I saw that in Rhonda's fight too when she started getting hit. And you could tell it was hurting her. You could tell every left oh, hand yeah. that, that Holly landed was rocking her. But she just had that pride like, no, you're not going to knock me out. And kept going forward. Just I'll tell you though, what, what, what was upsetting about Rhonda is that I think that she has the ability to beat Holly home. But it, this was the worst possible game plan to box a world champion boxer when you're not a boxer. I, I mean, you've, you've boxed for a couple of years. But this other girl's, how much, I mean, how many, I know boxers, they put like 90, 100 rounds yeah. of fight in. Like, how are you going to beat the, that person at their own game? And there's an arrogance. And I think it was the coaching. I, I don't, I, I don't blame Ronda. Well, even and after that first round, first the coach round, was says, saying like, you were great. Don't worry. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, like, she, he was well, saying she, she won the round. She was Not only that, after the fight, after the fight, he said, I don't think Ronda was losing the exchanges. After the fight. <laughs> wow. I mean, rose-colored well, I mean, I guess the tragedy truly behind this whole thing is the fact that when you add one tool to the to, to the arsenal, sometimes it takes away from your most famous tool. Like for me, once I started getting good at striking, the less I wanted to wrestle. Right. And, right. I, yeah. and, and actually, the worse I became at wrestling because I wasn't doing that. I wasn't right. getting repetitions in. So Ronda may not have gotten the much needed repetitions that she needed to I'll to do to, to be the Ronda that we know, the one who who's finishing people so fast and got the arm bar in her back pocket just in case the fight, you know what I'm saying? Just in case I, the face got fight. I think out she just got hand. that taste of like knocking people out and, and kind of got addicted to that. And that's what yeah. she wanted again. She wanted that again. She was chasing that. But but at the same time, she always goes for that head and arm, right? Which uh or or like, you know, even like a uh you know, some type of variation of that head and arm. It's kind of that judo throw. Like, okay, you're fighting a boxer. Why not just go for a double leg takedown? I, I mean, what? Because she's a judo person. Yeah, she's judo, a judo. Judo, judo, judo don't, they don't throw. Yeah, I mean, they, they, don't, they don't take shots. They go for throws. Yeah, yeah. But, but okay. If she'd have learned I, some I Greco, that I think that would apply to her more than, than shooting a double. Like, if she'd have learned some Greco wrestling and some stand-up clinch, maybe that would have helped Ronda a little more than shooting, but... Even that, I don't think that's something that she was like willing to do. She but, wanted but to, she wanted to outbox the, a boxer. But she's the most valuable fighter in the world to the UFC. Yeah. Uh, wh- wh- like, why aren't her coaches saying, "Okay, the fucking the boxing's not working, <laughs> the judo throw is not working. Let's let's go to a, a plan C or plan D." I mean, wouldn't you, if you were coaching her, uh, uh, being the captain of the Black Zillions, wouldn't like if okay, Ronda's in your corner. What do you? What would you tell Ronda going into that second round? Well, the first thing I would tell her is to uh, she has to clinch. Everything has to be a clinch. Even if she cannot get her down, I feel like when you go on with somebody who's either faster than you with the striking or hits harder than you with the striking, what you need to do is you need to tire their arms out. One way you tire you on a striking arm is you make them use their use it their uh, their strength in a different way. She's not used to wrestling, so if you make her wrestle, then her arms will be tired, and then you can win the exchanges. You don't go out there trying to if she's. As soon as I would have seen that speed, and I'm like, "Whoa, he, this son of a bitch is fast." Let me grab him and make him wrestle. You gotta then I'm gonna then I'm gonna be able to slow his arms down, so then I can strike with him. But she did, that's what I would have told her going into that second round. Clincher. You would have said because he's saying faint. He's telling her faint. 
Yeah, uh, and then and then work your left or something, right? So, yeah. I mean, that's what he's saying. You're you're saying, fuck all the boxing. Yeah, fuck all the boxing. Yeah, do what you're doing. Do what you're doing. Head, 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 head movement to get inside. Once you get close or get her close enough to the cage, clinch her. Wall and brawl. Randy Couture used to do it. Very effective technique. You change a fighter once you wall and brawl them effectively. You change a striker because they're not built for that type of fight. So, I mean, now, do you think, uh, now, so now what would your advice, you're guiding Ronda's career from here on out. What do you, what do you, what do you tell her, uh, you know, in a week from now or two weeks now, she wants to hear it. What do you say to her? You know, honestly, at this point, uh, if I'm going to be honest, I don't think Ronda fights again. And I, and I, I don't say that. I say, I say that because I feel as if, um, where she was at far as just, you know, from, uh, a competition being the highest of high. I think that she has a hard time coming into this new role, coming into this new role where uh, people are saying what they have said about her and having to go out there, having to find a new camp, being Ronda Rousey, finding it to fit your program and trying to find it fit in a system which may not fit into you, which may not fit into what your normal game or what you're used to. So it's going to be really hard for her to just pick up and find a new set of, you know, new coaches to do this. I mean, she's going to have a lot of people to come and say, I can do this and but do that. But you're saying the heart of a champion can go out on a loss. I would say you got you got you got to weigh what's more like what, what's yeah, more is it, is, it, is it her ego and pride that made me more than that? Is it, is it, is it the fact that she's like, you know what? Fuck this sport because here I was, I was, I, I've done all this, I've done all this in the sport, and then, the, and then, the, yeah, and then the moment I lose, you son of a bitches, you turn your back on me. Fuck this, I'm done with this. I made enough money, I'm done. I don't need it, and just maybe want to walk away from the whole thing. When you when you can't even have a relationship without it being scrutinized and everything else like that, like she's done but that's with fame. the whole track. I know, I know, yeah, but that's not something she's used to. She said yeah, that she's she, not used to that. She's not. She does. MMA is super shallow like that. Yeah, right? she's uh, super not used like to that. that. The problem also is that nobody's. This is all uncharted territory. It's not like basketball where like, right. okay, you got this new star. Okay, look at LeBron James, what he did. Look at Kobe. Look at Jordan. There's all there's all these different papes. You're talking about a girl that has never been done before. Yeah. So everything yeah. is just brand new. But, and that's that's hard to be the first one. The question I have is, has she been knocked down to my level? Am <laughs> 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 I now a viable option for her? Honestly, that's what I want to know. Honestly, the first is, thing I is she was that like, wounded that I, I could get a date with her? That's what I want to know. The first thing I thought was like, maybe now she's to the podcast. Yeah. Can I get a turn now? Is she down here in the in the, uh, I, in I the feel like for Rhonda, sale bucket? I feel like she... I agree with Rashad where she'd probably feel like she has to start all over, find a new camp, try to find herself again. And she's accomplished so much. Like what else is she asked? What else is she going to gain? I mean, if she beats Holly Holmes, yeah, she'll beat her, but Holly Holmes still beat her in that devastating fashion. So that's always going to weigh on her, but no. is it going to be? Yeah, yeah it comes it back. No, it, that'll always I weigh on her. Yeah. Listen, I, Without question. Honestly speaking, she'll never beat Holly Holmes. Yeah. Really? She will never, I don't think she will ever. You, 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 if she fought Holly 10 times, she'll never, she'll lose every single one of those fights. I don't think she'll be she, You don't think with a different game plan? Physically speaking, physically. No. Uh, and, and when I was breaking out this fight, I'm the only one who called I, the upset. I know. I I'm the only one who called the upset. <laughs> he called it. People were all over and, the and I said, And I said, it. before we even talk about the skill level involved, physically speaking, she cannot match Holly Holm. Just physically Holly speaking. Holly Holmes is a beast. But what if Holly does the same? The fame thing comes in. I mean, she's already had a. She's already had a. She, and, 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 that's and, another, and that's another thing not, that was. That was another thing that was downplayed by uh, the media and the people who were covering it. 
is how successful she was already coming into right. mixed martial arts. When you're used to, like Holly's had all the fame. She's been hyped up. She's rolled this big wave of fame. Being a boxer is not on the same scale as a Ronda, but at the same time, she's she's done this. So and this Albuquerque is old hat to her. She's right? a world yeah. champion kickboxer Nob- too, isn't she? But I heard like, in Albuquerque, she's like the Michael been Jordan there. of Albuquerque. She, like, yeah, she she is. Like the people, I, I never seen, what she, if to understand what Holly Holm is to, Albuquerque is to understand what Johnny, Ta- Johnny Tapia was to Albuquerque. Yeah. They were, you know what I'm saying? It, after Johnny I Tapia. I hot sauce, Tapia. See? <laughs> <laughs> but after he, after, after he was done fighting, it was her. She was the next one, you know, and the whole town supported her. And she's been having that, been put on the pedestal by this whole town and stayed in that town, you know, and, and and mingle among the people and not got herself to the point where she thinks she's better than and you know what I'm saying yeah. she's very approachable still still live in the same town that made her famous yep and plus she's a little older and and she has been through all that and she she understands things she understands that she's not gonna let any kind of hype or anything like that affect her and I don't think in the future that'll ever happen with her and I gotta talk to you about Albuquerque so you were in Albuquerque with John Jones right you guys were in that before that you you left all that thing happened. Right. Now, I had heard that back then, John Jones was getting in all kinds of trouble, and the cops would just let him off. They would say, you know what, you're John Jones, and eventually, this was like, uh, his, his, re- his recent hit and run, they were just like, fuck this, we're not, we're not gonna, now, is that, is that true, being there? Uh, yeah, he got into a couple of situations where it wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't pushed to to get any charges put on him, and it, and, I, and I think that did kind of come back and, and hurt him because it kind of gave him this feeling of just he being get away with it, being yeah. invincible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah, that that did happen. Now, what do you think about John's coming back? Jones coming back? Do you think he comes back and beats Cormier? Um, you know that's that's tough because you never know what somebody's uh, losing somebody's vice can do to them. And and I say that and I, and I take right, right, and right, I take right, the right. Tiger Woods situation for example. Yeah, you take I mean, it's fu- as funny as it's right. funny as it is. It's funny as it is. Pussy, that was, can't swing club. But that was but his look thing. Look at him now. Though. And look at that, him now. Yeah, yeah, that was his thing. That was his taste. That was his thing that made him able to balance out the universe for him. You know what I'm saying? With all the hype and everything around him, he was able to balance things out, just being able to get him that little extra on the side, whatever that was. But that was his thing, you know? Yeah, Cosby hasn't had a hit uh, comedy album in years. What I'm saying Oh, shit. <laughs> That's so funny. They took away knocking out bitches, and uh, you know, ain't funny no more. So, so you think that you think honestly with Jones, like the oh, take away the partying is gonna hurt him? I, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't, I can't say that it will hurt him. But I'm just saying, you never know what kind of what, what he's gonna be coming in. I mean, you'll think that he's gonna be more focused and more. That's true. Like determined. sometimes you'll have to find something else that'll make him comfortable in that way and, and give him that that yeah, kind of that release. That yeah, the, the other side of the line that that kind of balances everything. Yeah, yeah. it's like when, when you pa- know somebody that's an alcoholic and is a great time, and then they get sober and it's like, oh, I can't even be around you. Anymore. Well, look at Pacquiao. When Pacquiao was like dating ten chicks and yeah. like acting like a complete maniac, he was. Destroying people. Then he yeah, finds yeah. Jesus and he gets knocked out. And like, yeah. See, you never... That's what I'm saying. Sometimes people find find balance in that chaos and they need they need that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? In my opinion, I think John Jones is, is the best uh, UFC fighter in history. You know, I, I think he is. And um, But will he return to that? Who knows? And it's only to see like how this whole situation truly affect him. I mean, you, you never really know, you know what's going on in his mind to put him in such reckless positions in the first place. 
And you never know what's going to be on his mind when he comes out there and has to compete at such a high level, dealing with all that pressure without being able to resort to what he was doing. At before. the same time, I heard okay from a very good source, and this is allegedly okay. So you don't that the fight of with Gustafson, the week leading the fight, he was doing mollies with, with like all kinds of chicks and hey man, parting his ass off right like there, a baby. day before the fight. You know, like he was it was out, he was out of control. Still beat Gustafson, but. Like you know, I, I it was very close. I, I I have to think that if he wasn't partying like a like a maniac, he would have done better against Gustafson. Yeah, I mean, you you would think that conventionally speaking, yeah. But uh, who's to say he might have been sitting in his hotel room, nervous as hell before the yeah, fight, and not really mentally yeah. Yeah. and not mentally being giving himself the rest that he needed to to go out there and perform at his level. I think John is athletically enough and, and talented enough and smart enough as a fighter to be able to fight the way he needs to, no matter who he's going to fight. But there's a reason why he was doing the things he was doing. There's a reason why he needed that to make sure, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't do those kind of things uh, just for fun when you're that close to your fight. There's more of a reason why you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's, well, especially and that's the, position the issue that, that he really in. needs to get, you know, addressed is, is I get you like to have fun, blow coke, do whatever you want to do, whoever, but, why are you doing it right at this moment? That's the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the, the time you step that's aside a question. for a minute. Yeah, yeah, that's the question you do. That's like more like after party or something like that. Right, after the fight. Yeah, then go you crazy. Do you want, yeah, go but crazy. it's like, yeah. it's the question. Reward yourself. It's like, so kids, why? listening at home, remember, the lesson here is sobriety <laughs> ruins lives. Now, okay. now, now, now by the way, by the way I, I have to talk. Now, have you ever seen that thing on the underground about your after party saying Rashad's after party rocked? No, I didn't okay, see it. this I has didn't like fifty thousand people uh, 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 threads, and it, it, it may be the, the worst picture I've ever seen. <laughs> she didn't grin uh, on his face. Of your of your after party, oh, I gotta fuck. show you this. Look at this. Oh, look at your shit. after party. It does not seem like it rocked. If you don't see it, it's, it's Rashad and like five <laughs> white dudes checking their phone. Hey, you know you know that was that was that was actually after I won the title. Yeah. Against Forrest, oh, that was, yeah. yeah, that was after I won the title. That was after I won the title with Forrest, and I was just. <laughs> that Look looks like the up. worst after party. Ever. It's you and like five it white looks, dudes. Yeah, like, I, guy, I did not want to be there. It looks like everybody went to the wrong party. Someone else convinced you guys, like, no, this is the spot. The promoter paid us $100,000. We got to stay here till 1 a.m. Like, you guys just like, okay, where's the next fucking party? We got to get the fuck out of this room. That's oh my awful. God. Yeah, that, that, that was an awful That thread picture. has like a million hits. People, People just love that man. picture. Can I tell you something, Rashad? Can yeah, I be real with you, man? Photo. Like, like original, I, I love you now, but I used to hate you so much because Why? you killed all my original heroes in the UFC, man. You Ch- beat Chuck all Liddell. that. Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz, Forrest. R- R- Forrest Griffin, Rampage. You beat everybody that I loved. I was like, fuck this motherfucker. Yeah, that- you were that next generation that came in and whooped all the asses. Yeah, And he- I was, uh, man, I hated you for a while. A lot of people hated <laughs> me for that. A lot yeah. of people, and not till I gotten older as a fighter and now I've been in the organization for 10 years now people are starting to warm up to me you know what I mean yeah, no, no, I, 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 I think, think you've, you've always had, you've always been a, a class act though On even, even except when you were talking shit during the fight <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know about that 
I don't know anybody that ever had See, anything bad to say about you. See, but when I'm talking shit in a fight, it's not for the fans. It's for my fighter, the guy right. who I'm fighting. Yeah, right. it's the mental aspect. It's of the mental it. aspect. You know, if somebody hit me with a good punch, I'm like, you hit like a bitch. He's like, damn, I just hit him hard as I can. <laughs> yeah, that's discouraging as fuck. That's so discouraging too. You hit someone and they just eat it, and you're like, damn, eat it. It's like a bad dream. You do that. You'd smile and be like, no, and you shake your head like, no. Vince, did that ever happen to you? Yeah, that has happened a few times where I've like, I've hit people and felt like, man, like, I feel like you, when you hit someone good and solid, like, and a lot of times you don't even throw as hard as you can, but you like, no, you hit that sucker good. And it's like, fuck, that guy's still standing. Like, what else am I, it's a little discouraging, but all you could do is just throw some more, but. That that is super discouraging to me. Yeah. That's the most one of the most discouraging it, things in a fight is just nailing someone with with a good shot or like even if you throw like the hardest shot. Sometimes you know you don't you don't rock people or they just eat it and, and that's super discouraging. Like, it's yeah, like yeah, your yeah. Best the, the worst the worst that'll worst, eat at you. That'll eat worse at you. than that is like when you rock someone when you hit them and you're like oh I got them and then you hit them with like a series of punches and then they keep coming forward and you're getting tired and you're like I'm yeah. getting tired. <laughs> I'm getting tired. They're coming forward. I hit him with my best shot. It's like a bad dream. And then it's you're like tired. You're like, oh dream. shit, oh shit, here he comes. He's coming back. That you you had but that you bad were, dream before. You were most uh, yeah. bad dream. I mean, I've been on st- I've, I've been on stage dream. before where like you, you give him your you're best joke gold. and nothing, and you're nothing. like, fuck. And then you're like, okay, let's let's do crowd work. Nothing. You're like yeah. fuck, and then you're like, and then you look at the the, the, the Booker in the back, right. and he's looking at you like, uh, and you're just looking at the time, like, how much longer do I have to be and up here? Someone hit the light. Someone hit the light. Yeah. And all, <laughs> but all I can think about sometimes is how bad that that car ride back to my house is going to be. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to blame, I'm going to blame the crowd. I'm, I'm going to blame the crowd. Yeah. I'm going to blame, but I know it's me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You, you know? Like, those are my best jokes. Those are the jokes I got. Now, uh, now Rashad, your last fight against Ryan Bader, which I, I was convinced you were going to win. Me too. Uh, yeah. so me too. <laughs> me too. I was so convinced. <laughs> <laughs> me too, man. Did you, now, it just seemed like a little bit like uh so you were kind of like flat, like you just couldn't get it going. Yeah. Is that what happened? No, I was really flat that fight. And um, I, what I, you know, when I got into the, when I came into the cage, I felt pretty good. But as the fight started and as a first round, really, I just wanted to get to the first round. And once I got to the first round, I felt I, I was going to feel uh, what I was working with. And I felt pretty good coming out of the first round. But then I got kind of stuck just in that first round uh momentum where I was just kind of never caught that second wind. Yeah, never caught my second win and really never caught the timing of anything. You know, I was falling behind on his jab, which fucking surprised me. And I was getting frustrated and then I gave into my frustration and then I'm like, okay, well, any minute I gotta shoot. I gotta lower my level to start shooting. But then I didn't really feel like I had that the motion to get the shot. And then I'm just like terribly feeling off and I'm like, fuck, this is not getting any better. And then it just kind of started to the snowball effect because then I'm just like well fuck if he's not gonna then I'm like you know what let's just let's just brawl let's just kind of fight and I'm trying to find a way to bring that out but he wouldn't give it he wouldn't give it at so all like he, he was, you were just playing catch up yeah I was playing catch up and then once I started playing catch up I tried to turn the fight into my terms but it just wasn't going my way and was your was brain like, telling yeah. your body to do things and your body just not reacting it just wasn't reacting like I was like okay like I was looking I was looking to hit the overhand because I, I felt like I caught him with the overhand pretty good and I'm like this is going to be the punch and then I started looking for that one punch and then I became a victim of just looking for that one thing yeah. you know and I'm just holding it and I'm holding it you got I'm like, tunnel vision with it I got and I couldn't and I couldn't stop it. I couldn't. I wish somebody like would have slapped the hell out of me or something. Just would have. <laughs> I'll do like, it now. If you want. In, in, that fight, in that fight, I thought you were just gonna murder that dude with your speed and with your boxing because 
That's what I've seen from you. Yeah. That's what I'm used to seeing from you is you using your speed and your boxing and just taking advantage of people you, with it. Now you had two years off. Do you kind of wish in a way that the you because Bader's ranked number three, you're ranked number four. It's a part of you wish, okay, I wish I would have had a tune-up fight, like a fight of number 15 guy or 17, and then so I don't have to come back. Because after two years fighting the third guy who's been active the whole time, it's a lot a lot to ask out of anybody. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but here's the reality of the situation. Even if I would have fought a guy who's ranked number 15th or 20th or not even ranked at all, I still would have had a fight on my hands because he's fighting Rashad Evans. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. if, if, I, if, if I wasn't able to... Uh, emotionally get up for him because he's supposed to be ranked whatever he would have got up for me then so really fucked. I would have been yeah I would have been done so I mean it, it for me it was just there, there there was really no way around it but just going there as baptism by fire you I've been out for two years and, and um you know it, it was it was a hard hard lesson for me to learn because I was um my training played a big part of it and I felt like I had a great camp but at the same time I didn't train the way I normally do and and by that I mean I wasn't you know doing my wrestling like I needed to do and all the things that helped me feel great going into the cage. Why weren't you doing that? Well, I was afraid to get hurt. You know, I had two yeah. ACL injuries and one, and and both of them were in training camp. So I'm just like, you know what? I want to have a great training camp, but I don't want to get hurt. You can't so, stuff, so it's, you're fucked. And that's and that's well, that's it's what it was. It's a double edged sword. You got it. Yeah, it's, it's a double edged sword. It's hard to do that because for my last fight when I was getting ready to fight Glover Teixeira. And uh, in, in January, I was in training camp and I just I, I just moved lateral and oh. it, it popped. And I'm just like, fuck, I, I really need to I really need this fight. So if I can get to this fight healthy, I'm going to win this fight. But there's more getting to there healthy that. is one thing. <laughs> yeah, getting there healthy is one thing. Going in there and I mean, performing I mean, is another. It's like yeah. hard enough to, to do well when you actually have a great training camp. When you're skipping wrestling practice and training camp and fighting a Division One All-American wrestler. You know, it's just, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I, I, well, I was wrestling, but I wasn't wrestling the way I needed to. Like, like for me, for I like how I like to wrestle to get ready. I like to grind. Like Wednesday practice, come in there at and just grind. Like just one of those crazy, dirty ass practices where you just whoop the shit out of each other. That's that's what yeah. I like to do yeah. to feel accomplished for a good wrestling. And I've and I've been getting used to doing that, but. The way my knee was, I was like, ah, I just want to make it to this fight. I don't know if I should do this. So what I did was I did a lot of a lot of drilling, which is good, but it's not the same. What do you mean, same. like white bitches? Or? <laughs> 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 oh, shit. What kind of drilling were you doing here? Asian girls with Asian bitches? Greg, you were, you were quiet for five minutes. I was like, well, you knew something was coming. He was just waiting for that one. He was just waiting for that opportunity. He was loading. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. That's here. it. That that was, you guys good. are the fire. My job is making a stupid joke. You're a sniper. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm the same way. Like when I'm training, and if I'm not like going in there, and it's just not a dirty, grimy training camp, and 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 I'm not tired as hell, and need to take a nap afterwards, and I don't feel like I did enough in training. Yeah. So Vince, how are you, man? You've been out for what two years now? The UFC Fuck, over a year, man. May of 14 is the last time I fought. Where, and you, I don't know if you know Vince. He uh, he has victory over Anthony and Jikawani. Uh, his okay. last fight. He was in the <sighs> Ultimate Fighter. He lost to who won the Ultimate Fighter? Uh, Al. I lost to Ali Quinto, but Al. he lost to Mike Kiesa. Mike Kiesa won my season. Ali Quinto. Okay. Then he came back. 
He fought this Russian. What was this, that guy's name? Sure, I got my fucking ass kicked. Uh, Rustam Kabalov. Oh, yeah, Rustam. He's who a beast. suplexed yeah. him on his head, and then that totally, was the end dude. of his fight. With my ass. With my ass, man. I was so unprepared for that. <laughs> he, got, he got knocked out by suplex, but then he fought Etchegwani and suplexed him fucking 10 times. He did the exact well, same yeah, thing. Yeah, because after that fight, when I got my ass kicked by Rustam, I was like, okay, I'm learning wrestling. Okay. I'm going to get my wrestling good, because that shit, like, that was a hard pill to swallow right there, get my oh, ass yeah. kicked like that. Hell yeah. All so, my fights before that, I was ruining people just like I got ruined. And then like you know, for that of, to happen to me, I'm like, fuck, man. But, like I'm learning but, wrestling. But the crazy thing about Vince is he didn't start fighting until he was 26 years old. He had no wrestling training. Yeah, All he train, did was he was a street fighter. He was a street <laughs> fighter fighting in Canoga Park. Uh, dropped out of high school. Got for a, uh, he was fighting then, for blunts. Then, and then was <laughs> in the UFC. Blunts, then, then was in the UFC working at AAA. He's the, <laughs> people, were, people were recognizing him going, hey, aren't you the guy on my TV while working he's fixing their cars? Yeah. So, <laughs> That's crazy. So weird. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. So that is pretty total cool. Total culture man. shock for me at first. It was crazy, like having people. Yeah, you didn't know me. that you can work. Like, you didn't know you shouldn't work. Like, well, I can't work here no more. It's kind of becoming a distraction, huh? Yeah, well, no, I did it anyway to, to distract me. Cause then it's like, uh, I felt like I got too involved in fighting and then it became kind of like a just a drag. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I got to go train and like, I got to <laughs> yeah. do this. You know what I mean? And I still train like before and after work, but. If it was, if I didn't have something else occupying me, I was like, "Fuck, that's all I'm gonna like." You know, this is my life is kind of boring. Like, I, mm-hmm. I just get bored with shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, so, so Vince came and helped me coach wrestling. I coach a middle school team. So he came to practice, and <laughs> he's like, fun. he comes and he's like, "Adam, uh, I don't know any wrestling moves." I'm like, "It's okay. It's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's okay. Just swing them around." It's, well, I, just, I don't feel qualified to be teaching people. You know what I mean? Things yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. learning myself. But you did a great job. <laughs> Thank you, you. And you helped the kids out a lot. Now, Vince. Uh, so you do a fight coming up or what? What's the deal? No, honestly, I'm still I'm still playing the bullshit workman's comp game because I got hurt on the job. So like now I'm have like I'm honestly not even allowed to train right now because they got fuckers following me around and if they catch me like training or doing something, then yeah. it's like then it's fraud, fraud. Yeah, and then yeah. you know what I mean. Like I'm I'm playing a fucked up game right now with those guys and and it's messed up and it's really putting a damper on me. So when is this game over anything. and when are you training? And when are you gonna fight again? Hopefully soon. Like I, I see the doctor next week, so I'm gonna do that. I'm actually quitting AAA because. Through this whole workman's comp process, they've been treating me like shit and doing like some messed up stuff with me. So I'm like, I'm quitting that and and I'm gonna I'm finding another job. I'm gonna go back to electrical work, which is what I did before, and then I'm gonna train outside that. So like I'm just I've kinda, never heard of a UFC fighter who's like who's had so many part time jobs. I'm just like for all you guys that, that think that UFC fighters are paid millions of dollars, here's a proof that they're not. Uh, <laughs> well, I I mean for fighting, I get paid really well. Like I mean, I'm the lower end, but to me, that's good enough for me. You know what I mean? Like I'm not selfish. I don't need to like do. But it you're for... a good fighter. I mean, you beat Anthony Njokwani is no joke. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. Uh, and you fucked him up, uh, which is pretty awesome. Now, you also went to the, uh, the, the uh, Middle East, right? It was you, Matt Hughes. Yeah, I went with Matt Hughes, Shayna Baszler. Um, I went with Jessamine Duke, uh, Mike Richmond, and, Mike, and yeah, Tyson Griffin. And Matt Hughes. And yeah, you guys Matt went Hughes. to... Now, what did you guys do? Oh, man. No. <laughs> Smoke that was really cool fun. Stuff. I just want to say something. Before I went there with Matt Hughes, like... Like I've heard stories about Hughes, how he's kind of like an arrogant prick and like, you know what I mean? Like shit like that about him. So yeah. I went in there kind of like expecting not to like him already. You know what I mean? And I was hanging out with him and kind of like, kind of like getting to know him a little bit just to see if that's really how he was. Cause I like people say what they say and I don't like, for the most part, I take it a little bit, but I don't like to believe it. Yeah. So I was hanging out with Matt. Matt's actually a really cool dude. Yeah, like I, I liked him a lot. And I even told him this. I'm like, dude, I didn't fucking, I was expecting not to like you. And I thought you were going to be a total <laughs> dick bag, but like, you're a cool dude. And like, I appreciate you. Like, you know what I mean? I look up to you as fighting. Cause when I started fighting is when he was like 
raining on people. You know what I mean? Well, he, he was, was just Matt, Matt was uh, Rashad's coach, uh, and they got into a fight on the Ultimate Fighter because yeah. oh, he, he said that Rashad was celebrating too much, right? Yeah, he he, he didn't like me at all. He's like, you know, Rashad, if I I'm glad I didn't pick you on my team because that's the kind of that's the exact kind of attitude we don't need on our team. <laughs> And, and he's like he's like a super humble, quiet guy. He's like that. But yeah, have you yeah. guys been watching the current season? Because <laughs> they don't even let Faber talk. Like, yeah, he isn't even. It's like he's not even there. Are you I serious? Know. Yeah, like it's all Connor. He announces everything. He does all the talking. Faber just stands next to him, says well, nothing. Well, Faber's not a big talker, and right. he knows that himself. So he kind of like he was your coach, right? No, no, Dominic was. Dominic was your coach. Yeah. No, no, but, but okay. So you go to the Middle East, though, right? Now, are you guys putting on seminars for the troops? What are you guys doing? Uh, sometimes we did. So uh, when I went out there, I was injured. So I didn't really get to grapple too much with the guys because I'm still like my, my shoulder injury. Yeah. But um, I was teaching techniques and we were doing seminars. But for the most part, we were just hanging out with the troops, like shooting the shit with them, doing what they were doing. Like I got to hang out the tank brigades. I got to hang out the Navy SEALs. I got to hang out with uh, like sniper teams. Like it was it was badass. Like, Did, did and- you grapple at all with these guys? Uh, not really, no. Because I, I heard that they like that a lot of these guys are like, oh yeah, I'm like a white belt, and the guys like a brown belt, so they can yeah, say they yeah, beat yeah. UFC fighters. There was, <laughs> there was a couple dudes like that with sandbaggers. There's a lot of sandbaggers out there, like, oh, I, you know, I'm a blue belt, and I, I haven't trained for like three years, and then he's out there trying to like he's sweeping, like you know what I mean? He's sweeping the girls, like trying to heel hook him and like just be a dick about it. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, a guy, like, and then it's like, okay, Matt, this guy right here, you know what I mean? Then, so did Matt go with the sit- troops? Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt was grappling with the troops. Was he Matt was, fucking him up or what? Yeah, he was bullying him. He, he was letting him. Yeah. He was letting Matt, him have their Matt, fun. Matt, you know Matt then, bully him. Matt then, bully him. And then Matt would turn on and just bully the hell out of him, just make him feel like little bitches. He goes to overseas to beat up troops. <laughs> to beat up all the troops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what the Armed Forces Entertainment had in mind. And then he's like shaking their hand like, I appreciate you. Yeah, See you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Kind of brushes them Wait, along. Wait, so okay, let, let me get this straight. So the, the guys were being dicks to Shana and Jessamine because I heard the guys tried it. They were trying to like. like total, bull- total pride issues. I mean, you don't want to get beat by a girl. As, as especially those guys, they have this, they mind. have a sense of of you know what I mean we we protect the nation we're, we're yeah, the men we're yeah. the men around here yeah and then getting their ass whooped by the by girls because the girls were whooping their asses like right. just subbing them left and right Shane and Jessica were yeah so so no, so, the, so anytime a guy would go too hard on them Matt would come in and just fuck the guys yeah, up yeah either Matt or Mike or Tyson would go in there and then yeah and <laughs> the, the, kinda, the enforcers the bully factor yeah, 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 yeah the bully me. factor coming you got to go back and bully the bully but I mean I kind of inskate a little bit of it too because I was like hey like you know I mean we do like the Q and A before and, and we're getting to know us and stuff and then I'd kind of throw out there like hey if anyone gets sub if anyone could sub a girl 20 bucks you know what I mean like, oh you're a dick yeah I know so I kind of did that a little bit that's but, the Canoga Park in but, <laughs> but, the, but the girls are like yeah bring it on like the girls at the same time like don't treat us like girls like if you're gonna grapple with the grapplers like don't be assholes but grapple with us like, yeah. like you know what I mean like you would someone else so oh, that's but, so funny how's, how's Tyson doing um, I don't know, honestly, like I've never, that was the first time I actually like met Tyson face to face. Tyson Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he was a super cool dude. He's a, he's a little arrogant for his little britches, but he's a super cool dude. Nonetheless. <laughs> a little arrogant. Why? He's just, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not going to talk shit, but <laughs> he just, I'm not going to rub me. He rubbed me wrong a couple more, times. Any more than I already did. He just rubbed me wrong a couple times. Let me give you an example of the things that just bothered me. Okay. We were, we were eating, we're in Chow Hall and we're eating with the troops. And, you know, like, it's it's late. And I think it was, like, 1 in the morning. We got back, and we are in Baghdad, an index-closed location. And uh, we're eating it. And I got, I think I grabbed, like, some cordon bleu. I had mashed potatoes. Like, total, like, I'm a junk food junkie. I eat some shitty-ass food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not the healthiest guy ever. And Tyson's over there. He's got his pink salt. And he's got all his, you know, all his healthy stuff he brought with him. 
And Taz is like, hey, you need to, you shouldn't be eating that. And he's, he kind of like tried to like tell me what to do. And I'm like, hey, you need to just worry about your own shit. Like, don't worry about me. Worry about your shit. You take your pink salts. Were, were you like, your... I'm in the UFC. You're in the World Series of Fighting. No, you, no, yeah, I didn't. I, no, no, nothing like that. Like, I'm not an <laughs> asshole. You know what I mean? like, so I was like, you know, just just sprinkle your pink salt and keep your witchcraft to yourself, bro. Like, I'm going to eat my mashed potatoes and I'm going to be happy. <laughs> like, that's all you Like, you just keep me to me. But like, it was just stuff like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, kind of trying to. Now, put now his I know Mike Richmond, who was busted for steroids. Uh, yeah. in, in, in the Bellator so he's been suspended for a year he was over did any of the troops break that up like hey weren't you the guy that busted for steroids no honestly no uh, one did and and I was kind of surprised because I thought someone I thought someone was going to say something about that to him but no one really said anything he's a marine nice guy yeah he's an old marine so Great I think fighter. they they, they love him right off the bat yeah, yeah. and he had, they had that respect they're, but they're yeah not, no one said anything to him yeah. I so asked him about it because I was like man like what are you doing like you know, and we didn't really, we didn't talk about it too much, but I was just like, come on, man. Like, that's fucked up. Like, I feel bad. Like, that sucks. Like, what happened? And you're out for such a long time, but like, you're a smart guy. Why'd you do that? You know what I mean? You like, said that to him? Yeah. Like, because that was the first time I met Mike, too. And I really like Mike. Like, I got along really well with Mike. Like, me and him are like two peas in a pod. Like, he's Rashad, a super do you, cool dude. Do you have any of your teammates that got busted for steroids? And how do you deal with that? Um, I, I, I don't really say anything to him, to be honest. I don't really, you know, I, I mean, you can say, why'd you do it or whatever? But I mean, I obviously you know why they did it to get an yeah. edge. <laughs> but uh, it's just a matter of just being like, you know, uh, when something like that happens, I just kind of break it down to them. Be like, you know, now you're, now you're in a really bad position and, you know, it's, it's fucking it up for you and your family. So, I mean, I, I really don't try There's to no kick. I don't, yeah, I don't really try to like kick them while they're down. I just try to support them whatever way I can. Now, uh, a friend of the show, a guy who uh, who I like, a lot, uh, Anthony Johnson. Uh, he he he's has a lot of sometimes like like the last issue with the like the yoga mat, right? Where he took yeah. the girl's yoga uh, mat, yeah. threw yeah. it. And next thing you know, it's all over all the news things. Now, are you big brother him and say, listen, man, you, you don't fuck this up. You, you know, you could one, you could possibly be the champion one day. You got the, all the talent in the world. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm big brother him, but I, I just give him advice. You know, I mean, one thing about Anthony, Anthony, he's he's emotional. You know, he's very quiet, but he's he's emotional. You know what I'm saying? He's a sweet guy as well, too. But um, he's the kind of person that would take a lot and then once it just builds over, then he'll snap and he'll blow yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? So when that whole situation happened, I just talked to him and, and I don't and I and, and it's it's when when I talk to people, I try not to I, I think about what I'm gonna say before because I've come to people and I talk to them, and then they come to me like, "Oh, you're just saying this because you think you're this." You know what I'm saying? They they already yeah. ascribe a mentality yeah. to why the fuck I'm saying it to them. Just besides, just giving them good advice. So, you know, I think about what I'm going to say to them, and I just come to them like, you know, um, you know, this ain't something you need to be doing, especially where you're at right now, because now you know the UFC is already looking at you, uh, being on, you know, that 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 real real. Uh, Real sports ish yeah. edition, you know. So there's he had and a that lot dude's of heat. A beast. He's a scary beast. Yeah, like. and he had a lot of heat in that whole situation. So uh, we talked about it, and, and uh, you know, I think you know we made some progress in the he's, whole thing. He's but. right there. He's the only guy. I thought he would be the biggest problem for John Jones, but because no, he is. He is the he is one of the biggest problems for John Jones. You know, the, I mean, the thing is, um, it's just between the ears. It's just you know, right, right between the ears, and that's you know, once once he gets that all figured out, he'll be. Uh, you know, because he, he had he, Cormier hurt. I mean, he had yeah. DC almost out. Yeah. I was like, I, we got a, champ, a new champion here, and then he just gassed. Yeah, he threw that and, right hand at DC, like hit the floor. I was oh, like, holy boy. shit! There's the power right there. There's that's the power. A, that some bitch can hit that right. I'm t- <laughs> listen, the, <laughs> oh, right, the right hand and and that kick. I'm telling you, <laughs> that some bitch got power, man. I seen him knock out so many people in training, and really not trying to, not trying to be a dick about it, but he's just. 
he just got a lot of that that raw that age raw Did you ever see him yeah. knock out over him? No, he not. I, I didn't see that, but I heard that he he got at over him uh, a few times this far, but I didn't I didn't see it myself. Now that now word was that you used to beat John Jones in training. Uh, is that true? I mean, yeah, I, I would. I, I would, I, would, I, would, I would get the I would get the better of him at times, you know. And but I mean, it was, it was a while ago. You yeah, know, it was a while ago. But I mean, at that time, he was still he was still learning a whole lot. You know, he was still not uh, really good off his back once you got him down to the ground. But he, he seems like also one of those guys that he he shines when the lights are on. Like yeah, he, he yeah he um he's definitely uh in the moment like he's a gamer. He's definitely a gamer. But one thing that makes John so much better and made him grow so much as a fighter was the fact that after every practice you would always see him drilling and just you'll see him just in his zone just having fun moving around and practicing all those moves that you see him do uh in the fights and that's what that's what really started to make him start growing leaps and bounds is because he was just having so much fun learning and falling in love with all these different facets of the sport now some of your guys recently have been having some rough fights. Uh, yeah, a- uh, Abel, I, I, you know, Abel Trujillo. Uh, See, but that fight was too. That was stopped too early. But even before that, it, he stopped was, too early. But yeah. Abel was the guy. Like uh, a couple fights ago, I was like, this dude is going to beat everybody. Uh, yeah. This dude, he he looks the part. He's got the wrestling. He's he hits like a fucking monster. And then when I saw him lose to Tony Ferguson, I was like, oh shit. Like, uh oh, like, uh, because because his record wasn't that great. I'm like, okay, maybe that this is what was happening. But in the, but he still, I still believe in Abel. I like Abel. But what what happened there? Uh you know, I, honestly, I don't even know to be honest. You know, I feel like Abel has so much potential and so much talent. You know, but uh, sometimes he gets out of fighting his style of fight, uh, meaning like, you know. If I get too far out of my style of fighting, I don't take shots, I don't do any level changes, then you see what happened last time I fought. I fucking lose, you know? So when you get too far out of what is your thing, what is your style of fighting, (laughs) then you will lose every single time consistently. And yeah, he has a lot of power, but you can't completely rely on your power, you know? And I think that's what happens to him a lot. I think that he gets to the point where he going against a guy that has different skill set and he's outmatched and then he's like, you know what, I'm just going to fucking start chucking and he starts throwing, throwing these yeah. Hail Mary punches and pretty soon before you know it, he gets gassed on these big ass punches and then he still has a fight with this guy on his hands and the guy dominates him. Now, do you get now? Do you get depressed after a guy like you guys lose? Or are you just like, hey, this is this is the sport, this happens? Um, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of both. You know, uh, I, I take great pride in the team because, you know, I, I've, I've built that team and and when we lose, it does it does hit me a little bit personally. But at the same time, I do know it's a sport. It's the ebb and flow of the sport. Sometimes we'll we'll rattle off, you know, ten fights in a row and then sometimes we'll slip four or we'll slip five or, you know, whatever case may be. But uh a lot of times, you know, when that happens is is just because it's kind of like being it on a team and, and, and in the gym. It's kind of a bit like high school, and sometimes some bullshit goes on, and it's like a lot of you know, a lot a lot of drama behind the scenes, yeah. and you see it bothering people in different kind of ways, and you see it affecting the training and stuff like that, and people come into the gym with baggage and bullshit, and it, and it affects the team. And when it starts getting like that to the point where it's starting to manifest itself in fights, and we're losing fights and shit, then it comes to the point where we gotta be like, listen, let, let's. We gotta have a meeting. We gotta have a come yeah. to Jesus. It, meeting. It'll become a cancer, and it'll it'll yeah. eat away. Is that at what everything. happened with Overeem? 
and like uh, um, Vitor? Well, v- Vitor and Overeem are totally different situations. Uh, Overeem really never committed himself to being part of the team. Overeem really was just kind of was kind of so par- uh, paranoid. He didn't really like the Brazilians. And he thought the Brazilians were out to get him, and he kind of trying to poison yeah. his horse meat. Yeah, he, 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 he was he was crazy about that, and he kind of he wanted things like Overeem. Overeem has got to be one of the hardest guys to coach because he uh, he knows every damn thing, you know. And then and nothing and nothing is ever his fault, you know. what I'm saying he knows everything, yeah. and nothing's ever his fault. So when you have a guy who knows every damn thing, you can't teach him nothing. And then if something if you then. Then when he does it his way, and then he still loses, then it's your fault. Then you're like, man, what the hell? Where do you, <laughs> yeah. where, where do you, where do you go? Where do you go with that? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but with Vitor's situation, it just came down to, um, you know, uh, Glenn and Vitor really not being able to work out a deal as far as him uh, training at the gym, and that's that was more like a, you know, that kind of issue. But Vitor was a great training partner. You know, I love having Vitor on the team, and uh, you know, he his gym is actually not too far from where I live at in Boca. So I'll go to his gym and, and help him out whenever he needs. Now you were married for a while. You had three kids. Yeah. And then you, you got divorced. Did you just go crazy? Did you just, was it like Cuban pussy? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, wait, wait, what's your preference? White pussy or Asian pussy? Here comes their, like, here comes their real questions okay, they want to the, ask the you. The real questions you want to know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I went crazy for a while. You know what I'm saying? I lost myself and just, you know, getting, getting in, getting after What's the max number of girls at a time? I don't Three, know. Five? I, Nah, not nothing like that. I, I'm, I'm I'm more Three's like my see, record. See, for me, I'm more I'm more like a uh, slow jams kind of guy. I like I like. I make love. I'm not with that yeah. quick shit. You know. Uh, what And that's why I don't, I don't go for that. I don't go for that slow. Nah, I mean, you look like you could be in boys to men though. You could yeah, be yeah, like yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> He's waiting for the breakdown, girl. You know I've been watching. <laughs> girl, you, girl, you know I knocked out the Chuck Liddell, right? Chuck Liddell. And now it's time for me to beat up that pussy. I'm gonna lay you down. So when you say you lost yourself, what, what, yeah. what you lost your, your your keys at your penis nah. and your vagina? I don't nah, know. What does that mean? I lost myself. Cool cool I mean, what I mean is I had like a pretty mean rotation, a pretty mean lineup where you, I would just man. I would keep yeah. them going, but at the same time, you know, these are women with emotions, and it kind of. <laughs> no, they're not. It, it kind of gets to the point where it, it's it's really more of a headache. Yeah, it, it's more of a headache than anything yeah. because it's about the mind wine you be landing, and, and you can't do that to everybody. You end up dead, man. Now was it? Now was you, were you getting like fine Cuban Miami pussy? Uh yeah, a little bit of everything, and I went, and I wouldn't discriminate. I wouldn't discriminate. You uh, know? Let me see your phone. I want to go through the catalog. <laughs> I want to go through the catalog. I wouldn't discriminate. I wouldn't You know, I would. Uh, I would find some good ones, and and you know, they didn't always. I mean, they usually always fit the profile, you know, dark hair, big booty, that kind of thing. Yeah, okay. like, yeah. but that's that's pretty much all I was really. Was it light skinned black girls? Uh, it, it varied. You know, I went from you know black to white, uh, not so much Asian, but oh, just really? nah, nah. Hmm. They yell too much. Is that right? Because <laughs> you're, you're probably killing them. You're like, shut up, bitch! I got kids. I'm not with that, man. I was. I got my kids this weekend. <laughs> I, I hooked up with this one Asian girl. She was yelling so much, man. I I stopped in the middle of it. And I'm just like looking at her, like, "Are you fucking serious?" Because you were too you were too big for her. Was that the problem? I don't know what the problem. I, yeah, that probably was a problem. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I've heard about that problem. I've heard, I've heard that problem. I didn't want to just go ahead and 
going to say it. I didn't want to say it, but I've heard, I've heard that some guys have that problem. <laughs> have you ever had a girl yell or just they, they... yeah? But sometimes, but sometimes it's too much of an act, and I'm like, okay. Are I'm they like, are they yelling easy, stop? Easy. They're yelling stop. Yeah, but that's because that's because I'm sweating so much, and, and probably you know they just want me to leave the room. He, he's just something. like, come on, you gotta be a better liar. I, I'm not that stupid. Exactly. My girl was like, oh, you're so big. I'm like, okay, you're ruining it for both of us. Now I know you're lying. She's like, she's like, I may be capable, but I've never been accused of being huge. She meant your belly. Your belly was so big. Yeah, that's what she meant. You're too heavy. I can't breathe. That's what I get. That, and who are you? How'd you get the room? Why am I tied up? Like, Turn on the lights. What's happening? Uh, now, now, Vince, when I met you, you had this nice girlfriend. She was skinny with glasses, you know, but then you guys had broken up. I remember last time on the podcast, and good girls. you were all bummed out about yeah. her, but I posted a picture of me and you recently and she liked it on Instagram. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're back together. Or maybe she's into you now. I haven't talked to her since. Oh, okay. So she's, yeah, she's, so I don't know. So oh. she's just following out of them. Any, any, yeah. any, any new chicks in your <laughs> life or what? I, I've been on a little bit of rampage myself. But good for you. Like... <laughs> I'm I'm a little like I'm a little like Rashad here, but not not so not so soft and tender. Uh, I'll yeah, take him to Pound Town, but you have a for huge me, cock? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say I'm good. I'm say I'm gonna say I'm good. I'm I'm comfortable with myself, but yeah, like you don't me, mind taking him. I have to mess with the girl. Like if I see a girl and she's hot, but she's just like dumb between the ears, or I just don't get along with her, I can't do it. I gotta at least have fun with her and be able to laugh, and then you have a good time with the show. I like the girl that you brought to my comedy show with all the tattoos. Didn't oh, she have, uh, Lisa. She yeah, had like she, death tattooed all over her face yeah, or something? Or? Yeah, the straight edge. She was straight edge. She was, <laughs> yeah, that chick was crazy though. She had that much tattoos? You ever bang a girl that's yeah. hot but then she snores like a beast and you're just like, okay, you need to get the fuck out of my hospital really? because I can't sleep. You've never had that happen? No, no. yeah, but I just fill the mouth up the and then the snoring goes away. I a girl and she's hot, really, really hot, but she's just so fucking boring. Like, Boy, that's a lot Like just boring and I'm just like, it just makes me just, just, uh, yeah. walk out like I'm dead because yeah. I've hung yeah. out with chicks that are like super hot I'm like oh I'm gonna, I want to bang this chick but then it's like you hang out for the day and it's like you know what you're kind of kind of lame nothing going yeah, on like, yeah like like th th this is all you got that yeah. face yeah. That I banged a chick that was so got. dumb one, like she was just like kind of dumb like I don't I think she that. knew anything how dumb was she <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, but it was like uh, but then I made her laugh one time because I, I, I was like a five year old and I'm like how old are you and then the kid's like I'm five and I'm like I'm six that was a joke that the kid would laugh at and she laughed for like an hour but I was like, this is not a, a long-term thing. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't. This is it. We just fuck it. Now, uh, now, okay. So, but, but are there girls with the black zillions yet or what? How come there are no girls there? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, we had, uh, Amanda Nunez come down and train. She was at, um, ATT, masters right? and then she went to ATT. And I guess they, I mean, some places just have more girls and I think they actually had a locker room for them. That, <laughs> that's what made the yeah. difference. A separate the locker room? Yeah, it's exactly. not just a curtain? Exactly. She's not just watching with the swinging dicks. Like, okay, I'll, uh, I'll just shower facing the corner. Like, hey, you think that's the reason there's I no think girls? So. She's read all those black zillions. Like, okay. Hey, I mean, they just shower in their gear. Yeah. Listen, our, guy, our guys are rough, man. Our, we, got, we got some rough, rough guys. How's there. Eddie Alvarez doing? 
Eddie's good. Eddie's good. He's been spending a lot of time mostly in Philly, though, because his family moved back there. So he's spending most of his time in Philly. Now, your guy is fighting our co-host this Friday night. Yeah, man. Your guy, Jordan Parsons, is fighting Bubba Jenkins. Okay, yeah. This, uh, yeah. this Friday. Uh, I'm a little nervous for Bubba. I, I, I think Bubba, Bubba's a great fighter. Jordan's tough. I watched because we had them both on the show, and they... They were going back and forth. He's a good shit talker, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, he actually, Jordan's a beast, man. And he called out Bubba. He, I mean, he he went after Bubba, but 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 he pissed Bubba off. And it, it, it seems that everybody in wrestling who's ever pissed Bubba Jenkins off, uh, he, Bubba's motivated. He's a tough, tough guy. What what are your thoughts on this fight? Well, I mean, I mean, Bubba's a hard out. I mean, when you get that that high level of wrestling, but besides yeah. that, the mentality to go along with it, then you're dealing with a tough guy. But Jordan, I mean, he's watching him train in the gym. I'm like, this dude is he's. He's he's grown so much since I've seen him, and now he's just adding on to what he's already had before. And he's got that confidence. He's got that confidence where he's just like he knows, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock this dude out. Now Bubba left American Top Team, uh, went to a gym. Now it's him. Uh, it's uh, Antonio McGee Senior, Antonio McGee Junior. Uh, there's a bunch of guys. Uh, the guy from Bellator that filled Emmanuel uh, Newton is there. Yeah, uh, but there's a bunch of guys. Do you, would you recommend a guy, because he said basically an American top team, he liked it, but every time he sparred, he was sparring for his life. He said he wasn't learning as much about MMA because he was worried about not getting knocked out every time there was a training session. Uh, so he had to go somewhere, kind of start fresh, smaller gym, more more people around you telling you what to do. Is that something that you would recommend or no? Um, I think um, there's no way around it in the sport. You're going to have to take the lumps. Whether it's in a fight or some practice, you're gonna have to take those lumps. It's gonna be like that where you feel like, "Fuck, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fighting for my life even before out of the cage." And uh, I think he should have stayed at American Top Team if, if, if him leaving American Top Team was because he was getting his ass whooped in training. Then that's not gonna help him because at the end of the day, you're facing somebody who's trying to whoop your ass in a cage. Yeah, so, in the sport, you need to train against people that that whoop yeah. your ass. You need well, to get your he, ass. I don't know kicked. if he said it. he just says he he wasn't learning as much. It was a bad environment. He he needed to kind of start over. And well, I mean, when, out. The, that's the, right. The, well, the, pro, the problem the problem comes in this. It, this is the problem when you when you're a guy like Bubba Jenkins and you're used to always winning. The hardest thing in the world to do is lose. The hardest the hardest thing in the world is not let your ego get involved and be like, man, I'm getting my ass whooped on a daily basis in practice. How do I motivate myself to keep on coming? I'm Bubba Jenkins. I can't, I can't, I can't lose. And when you start to not uh when you start to let your ego get involved, then it gets harder to be like, okay, because that used to happen to me. I used to go to practice and get my ass whooped. You know, when I first went to uh Jackson's camp, I was getting my ass whooped all the time. And and, and it happened to me uh Michael many Jackson's times. Over. Camp? <laughs> <laughs> he was putting me on the carousel yeah. and uh he was he whooping that ass. So, so go on. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Greg, for yet another interrupting again. Uh, That's go, my job, man. Sort of. Okay, okay. Uh, go on. Self-appointed job. All right, go on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah so I mean, I, I would, I would get my ass quite beat. Be, uh, I get my ass beat quite a uh, lot, and but it was me coming back, being like, you know what, that shit's not gonna happen to me again. I'm not gonna go and get, you know, I will go in there and try to return an ass whooping that's when I felt myself turning the corner that's before I knew it yeah was the reason why I was whooping their asses and they weren't whooping so you think mine. Bubba should have stayed at ATT I yeah, mean we'll see at, at some point at some point the, uh, it's, the tide is gonna change right yeah well I think he said he was he was not 
he was partying too much in Miami and he needed to change of pace. That's, and- that's probably the bigger reason because there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that that coke and they got Molly and they got mm. that new drug mm. out Flocka. And the weed and the chicks and everything. Yeah, else. Flocka. I didn't even heard of that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, wait a minute. Phil's in here. Where's what, Flocka? Yeah, what's Flocka? Flocka. Flocka turns people into zombies, man. <laughs> oh, the zombie drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Flocka turns people into zombies. Okay, it's so a dangerous know what that is. new drug. Yeah, yeah. 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 So after Ron, so after Ronda loses, Misha Tate, they got a video of her at a strip club. She had a viewing party at uh, one of the strip clubs in Vegas. Yeah, apparently she was loving it. And she was like, ah, you know, fuck that bitch, this and that. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, like, she beats you twice, Misha. Yeah. Uh, if someone beats you twice... They beat you. You really shouldn't... You didn't win the fight, Misha. Holly <laughs> Holland won the fight. I, I think what Misha, what she was feeling like, I mean, with the whole thing, Ronda's been such a bitch to her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I don't think it was more or less because she don't respect her as a fighter, but I think she's more like, fuck you as a person. Right. And, you know... Yeah. And you're not indestructible. Uh, yeah. Donald yeah. Trump said he was happy Ronda lost because she's not a nice person. Uh, what, what is Donald that? Trump saying that? <laughs> Donald <Yeah>. Trump. <laughs> like, Please, because she basically she didn't fuck Trump. <laughs> I mean, basically, like, that was, <laughs> she turned me down when I pulled out well, my she orange. She said she penis. was voting for Bernie Sanders, and that right. Trump. <laughs> that, no, she did. No, honestly, right. she made so, a video. Uh, so Trump's happy she lost. Uh, Lady fuck Gaga that. said she was happy oh, Ronda man. lost because uh, Ronda didn't shake her hand before the fight, and Lady Gaga now is weighing in. What, what is this? Uh, I mean, so Lady Gaga's weighing in. This is the problem with fame at that level. Uh, uh, yeah, John Hackleman, who actually is Chuck Liddell's coach, who I actually respect, he said, "Did you uh, knock that guy out too?" Uh, he's a, he's a, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it shook so hard he felt it. <laughs> he said that Ronda lost her bushido, meaning uh, she lost her respect for mixed martial arts. For martial arts, she was not shaking people's hands. She was not doing interviews. Hint, hint. Uh, she was uh, <laughs> she was not doing all kinds of stuff, and she was getting too carried away with herself. She needed to get back down to earth. That's what. Yeah, I mean, here, here's one thing that we need to remember from going forward. No matter who comes after Ronda and who they built up to be this invincible person, it happens all the time. It was Fedor before. Fedor can't lose. GSP, Anderson Silva, Tyson, Tyson. I mean, we we do this all the time in yeah. combat sports. We build up people, and we say they can't lose. Right. There is no fucking Neo from the Matrix. You know what I'm saying? Well, Mayweather hasn't lost. And you know what, too? Yeah, yeah, but listen to this. As soon as Mayweather's done fighting and he's like over and let's say he's older, they're going to be like, the next kid's going to come up. They're going to be like, oh, what if this guy fought Mayweather? You know what I mean? Like, he's always going to be compared and that's always going to be like that no matter what. I mean, there are people that haven't lost, though. Uh, Not many, but you could say Mayweather lost that first fight to Castillo. It was a very close fight. Yeah, I mean... I mean, he he lost in the Olympics. He 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 he, he got robbed in the Olympics. His last uh, the gold medal thing. Right. But Mayweather also has is the best defensive fighter in the history of boxing. One hundred percent. He may be the best yeah. fighter of all time, in my opinion. Maybe. I, if Mayweather didn't have the arrogance he had that made everyone hate him, I think a lot more people would say that. Yeah. Uh, also, too, just because he's not knocking people out doesn't mean he's not like the best fighter. You know what I mean? Like he's just super technical and he he's a smart boxer. He fights boxing the best way that he can for himself. He is. But if Mayweather lost, imagine the memes that would have came oh out. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and that's what and that's what we're facing. But the, the 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 sad part and the tragic part was the fact that you have this this woman in Ronda who who believe it all. Like it's it's one thing to understand that you know what this is just my character. But it's another thing to really, really believe every single drop of it and drink every sip. Got terrible. Of that. That, that coach was the worst thing for her, honestly. I think it all was. I think it was all a, a bit too much. You know, with every. I mean, just you know, 
just everybody always just pumping her tires constantly and and when you pump somebody's tires like that all the time and they cannot do no wrong and you're just asking, you're just asking for something bad to happen, you know? And I, and I, and I've seen it. Tires. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, uh, now there's a guy, your coach now, one of your wrestling coaches, Greg Jones. Yeah. He was a three time national champion. He would have been a four time, but you beat him in yeah. college. <laughs> uh, you beat oh, him shit. in the nationals. Now you're a guy whose record was 48 and 34 in college. You, you, you didn't achieve what you probably could have in wrestling. Right. Uh, something didn't click right. Uh, you were a great wrestler. You're a Division One college wrestler. But uh, but that's you all beat, that matters to me. That's all. But, <laughs> but you beat Greg Jones. Now, how often do you did, now? He, now that he works for you at the Black Zillions, how often do you get, do you say, "Hey, by the way, it would have been nice of you to be the four time." Did you, did you ever give him a shit or no? Oh, uh, every you know what? I, I rarely I rarely say anything. You know, I, I don't. I don't say anything to be honest. You know, uh, sometimes I, I'll give him a look or something like that, or, <laughs> or, 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 or he, uh, or he said, "Look at my eyebrows." He'll say to me, uh, "You know, you only beat me because you stalled, right? You, you stalled." <laughs> Yeah, he'll say that to me like every once in a while he'll bring it up and I'll just laugh it off. But uh, you know, I, you know, Greg, Greg is my guy, man, and, and um, you know I'm a big reason why he got hired there. So you know, I don't, I don't want to knock him down. Now, why did Kenny Monday leave? Um, well, but by the way, if you don't know Kenny Monday, guys, he was an Olympic wrestler, Olympic champion, one of the best wrestlers in the history of wrestling. He was one of the coaches over at the Black Zillions. He left, and it was a big thing, but no one really know why he left. So mm-hmm. tell us, why, why did he leave? Uh, Kenny, Kenny had a problem with the upper management, and uh, it, it was— Was that you? No, not me. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't me. I, I, was, I was a big advocate of Kenny, and I was kind of the liaison, and I would always try to put out fires. And um, Kenny, was, Kenny wasn't really doing his, his, his job the way that he needed to be. I mean, when he was there, he's a great wrestling coach, probably the best wrestling coach we, you know, we, we've had there. Uh, he, he's really good. But you know he would only come in and he and he would only do those those wrestling practice. So it'd be like I guess his wrestling class on Wednesday, and he'll only do those two and a half hours, and then that's what he'll do for the, the whole week. A lot of times, and he's getting that's paid what by he was the week. saying. Yeah, he's getting paid by the week. He was on salary, so at the end of the day, you know he had try to skip off and do all these different things, and still want to get paid and compensated. And you know some of the other coaches weren't happy with it, so it just caused a lot of turmoil. With 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 on you know on a team and um, you know he ended up getting fired and then when he ended up getting fired he got mad at me and started accusing me of knowing what was going on and I'm like son of a bitch I was the one who was trying to save your job this whole time yeah and I was telling him yeah. when he was fucking up like yo Kenny you are fucking up man and this is why and then he thought that he could just be like oh well I'm Kenny Monday you know they're not gonna let me go and then he I got to admit go. though like as as a, as a wrestling coach middle school kids. We always get the all the most of the black kids play football during the first season. When they, when they come, I'm like, our team just got so much better. <laughs> like, something about yeah, like, like that one kid with the Mohawk. Oh, I was just Jesus. hurting kids that day. Oh my god! What is it about black kids in wrestling that just something clicks, man? What what is it? I don't know what it is, man. It's that built-in aggression, I guess. You is that what it is with you, Rashad? It's them thighs, man. You got yeah. the most powerful the thighs, thighs the I've legs. ever seen in my the life. Legs. You got tree trunks. I, there was a kid we what had. Do you feed those. There, there was a kid. I remember. I, I remember the kid. We had. A, I had a kid one time. He, it was his first day of wrestling. We had a match. So I'm like, fuck. I think he went to one practice for the match. And I just kept telling, the kid didn't know any moves. And I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? Like, how, I go, so I just come, 
football tackle. He just what the fucking like three point stance, football tackle, let the kid up. I'm like, yeah. football tackle. And he won the match like 15 to seven. <laughs> That's all he knew. And then he's like, do I have to, awesome. he's like, coach, I don't have to learn any more moves, do I? I'm like, no, you do have to learn more moves. You, you can't, this is not going to work for everybody. Man. Just, but I felt bad for the kid wrestling him who had wrestled his whole year. And all of a sudden the kid comes to one practice and just knows how to football tackle. Just gets Dude, I, I've yeah. been, I was in, when I first started wrestling, I would try my best to get out of wrestling because I only started wrestling because my football coach is like, eh, if you want to be a you know a, a good football player, you'll learn how to wrestle. So I started to do it, but I didn't like it because the shit was way too hard and it was too much dedication. And it was like that movie Vision Quest, and I'm like, nah, I'm not with this. <laughs> I so, love that movie. That's my favorite all time. <laughs> so I would try to like I was I, I was pretty good. I win a couple of tournaments, but they they were, it was effortlessly, you know. And then a coach seen potential in me, and uh, at that point, I wanted to quit. I wanted to hang out with my friends during uh, the winter time, so I would skip practice. And then, no matter where I was at, he'll find me. <laughs> he'll, come, he'll, come, he'll come and pick me up, and he'll make me practice, no matter where. Do so you thank that coach to this day? Well, I, I would. He, he ended up dying. His uh, name was His name was Bill Dixon, but he was he he made me start liking wrestling. That's because a good coach, right there. Really good coach. Uh, he he came and picked coach. me up, and no matter where I was at, is if if so, it was like you can either go to practice with the team. Or I can come and pick you up, and I'm not going to find your ass. And you're going to practice with me after, and that's going to be ten times harder than the team's practice. So after a while, wow. I was like you know what, I'm not going, I'm not going to wow. miss any more practices. Now we saw some potential, man. Now how yeah. how are your parents? Did you have good parents? Um, yeah, my mom did a good job. You know, she she was uh she worked at nighttime, so uh you know it, it it was it was hard. You know, I had I had uh seven brothers and sisters that grew seven. up. Seven. Well, it was seven of us all together, six. That I grew up with. I'm from and, family uh, of seven. Yeah, okay. So yeah. big family. So I mean it was it was hard, you know, it was hard when I was growing up and uh, you know, she's she's there working night shift. So she did as much as she could, you know. I mean, when you work a night shift, you're tired as hell. Dad, he actually uh we he got he got divorced they got divorced and he lived down the street from where we lived at. You so see, I mean Do you see him at all or? Um Kind of, but not really, to be honest. Not really. You he know, was down him. the street, though. Yeah, well, not like seven miles down the oh, street. Okay. Yeah. Seven miles down the street trying to read. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I just want some quiet so I can fucking finish this nah, book. You know, it, it was it was the bullshit between him and my mom that kind of kept yeah. it from, you know, him having a relationship with us. And I ended up, I, I ended up hating my dad for most of my uh, upbringing just because of the fact that I'm like, dude, you're right down the fucking street and you can't come and, and spend no time with me or nothing like that. And, uh. Yeah. Yeah. I end up I end up having a, a a really hatred towards this guy, you know, and he ended up dying and I wasn't able to to let that out. So for a long time I I kept that frustration inside so of me. You're talking I think shit that, to uh Lidella, is it really your dad you're talking shit to? I would I would uh I would honestly use that to fuel my like yeah. this the rage I had inside me. I can just like close my eyes. And go and, and feel that rage, and I would snap on anybody. Wow! My, my my mom left when I was three, so I had a similar. And I wrestled in high school. My my coach is like, well, "What happened to your mom?" I'm like, "Oh, I, I don't know where she is." My dad, he'd be like, "That's where the fire comes from." He's yeah, like, "That's, that's where that's why the sport is such a good sport for like an outlet for yeah. kids whose parents are you know troubled youth, troubled yeah. youth. It's such a, it's it's great. It's like it's all your energy. It's yeah. all your energy. Yeah." You know? So and it uh, keeps you out of what otherwise would probably be trem a tremendous amount of other trouble. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you put that energy to that instead of something else, like you did. You know, you did into something else. <laughs> you were just yeah, out I mean, there just creating oh, yeah. trouble. Well, <laughs> yeah. I grew up kind of similar. Like, there's a 
I grew up family of five, and then just with my mom, my dad was like not in the scene. But I had the same kind of hatred towards him too. And like now, like I've I've actually met him like a few years ago, and like like I'm cool, but I'm kind of like if you want to like you know what I mean, we want a relationship, then that's on you. If not, then fuck it. I've lived my whole life without you. I don't you know what I mean. That's yeah. on you. Does he see you on TV at all? And uh, yeah, like like because I talk I talk to the whole side of that family. Like I've always stayed in contact with my with my grandparents and with my aunts, but just not my dad. And my grandma is like super, super greasy Italian. She had the bow like, oh, Vince, you're going to have to see your father. You're going to have to do this. You're going to have to do that. And I'm like, you know what, grandma? Like, nah, like if he wants to come and, be, and see me, then that's cool. But I'm not going to go out of my way to see him. And she still doesn't understand it and still gives me shit about it. But yeah, it is what it is. It is but what it is. Yeah, I still talk to him. I talk to like he's got a whole other family, too. Of like, so I have like three, three sisters and a brother on my mom's side. My dad's side, I got three sisters and two brothers. And it's like, in my mom's side, I'm the middle. And then on my dad's side, I'm the oldest. So I got like, it's just super huge family. But I, I talk to all of them and I'm, I'm in contact with that's all of good, them. So, man. I mean, that's yeah. cool. I, I enjoy that part of I it. Had a, I had a, one of the most fucked up guys I knew, He uh, his family found out that his dad had a secret second family when his dad went on a TV show with oh, the other fucking man. family. No way. Oh, I'm not even joking. They went on like a morning talk show. Springer? Was it Jerry Springer? Well, Jerry Springer it was like a, mo- <laughs> a local morning talk show in Chicago oh, that man. they just, they're like, the fuck is this? <laughs> oh my and he's God. on there with this other family. Like, yeah, this is my wife. These are my kids. Like, what the fuck is happening? And that's, uh, that's some shit you only can get away with back in like the 90s, the late yeah. 90s. Before the internet. Before, before the internet. Before the internet. Yeah. 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 You can't before do that Facebook. shit now. You, you thought no one was going to see it. They were like, uh, you need to see this. And uh, by the way, run. people listening, uh, people asking me about Marina. I- I've texted her. Uh, called her. I have not heard back from her. I'm sure she's dealing with the Ronda loss. I'm sure she is. So uh, she'll be back when she's back. Uh, but that's who that's who Ronda needs right now is those close friends that are old school. Friends. But she also, yeah. I I think her honestly, Ronda needs to go back to her mom. And her mom got her there. Yeah. Her help get her there the most. Her mom's her mom's a world champion. And her and her mom, time, her and her mom just pick a gym. Yeah. And be like, you know what? Let's let's go. Anyway, other fights that happened: Joanna versus Valerie. Yeah, Joanna. Uh, little fist of fury. Yeah. Joanna looked great. <laughs> Valerie looked great. I still yeah, think. Yeah. That, I think. I think that was a good fight. I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I'm still pissed that Hector Lombard was not allowed to look work Valerie's corner because of the whole steroid stuff. I yeah. I know that he was there, but he couldn't work. I don't know if it would have hey, made. Hey, hey, I'm there. Hey. I don't know if it would have made that much of a difference. Uh, probably not. But it would have been, you know, look, that's her boyfriend, allegedly. Uh, that's that's her guy. It was bullshit. He should have been able to work her corner. Yeah, um, I feel the same way. I feel like that's that's kind of fucked up. And, but I, mean, I don't know just, if it would have made a difference. You know, Maybe not, but maybe it would have. You know what I mean? Maybe she had that extra little assurance. Maybe he would have said something in the corner that would have like lit that fire underneath her. Because I feel like she was doing really well in the first two rounds. She was yeah. getting the better of the exchanges. She was landing her shots. And then eventually Joanna just started picking her apart, but who knows? Maybe Hector would have said something to her that made her realize she needed to adjust well, something. What I don't understand you know about I mean? that tweet. fight is that is that okay? She was she was losing a very close battle, but losing the the, the stand up war against Joanna, who's a stand up striking specialist. Why not go for Plan B? Try to take, take this girl down. down. Yeah. Yeah. And well, she did I, in the first I, round. I, did I really mean, well. I, yeah, I think that's what she needed to go back to. She had a really good first round because she took her down. And I felt that she would have been able to do that to Joanna uh, a few more times throughout the fight. It would have changed the complexion of the striking fight. Yeah. And that's what she really wanted to do. So, you know, in order to get the fight to where she needed to be, she almost needed to take the fight on the ground, make Joanna work. And like we were saying earlier, tire her out and then see where she's at striking. Even pull guard if she has to and then go for yeah. a sweep or, or something. Yeah, because I mean- in that fight, like... Jo- Joanna, she started off kind of slow in that fight because because Valerie was attacking back. You know, yeah. her her, her mm-hmm. counter her countering. 
But then you could see as the fight went on, she was getting more and more comfortable, and her jabs were getting more snappy. She's being faster. She's quicker on her feet. Like she was getting more comfortable and starting to take advantage. It seemed of a it. little. She bit, started seeing. It rolling. seemed a little bit like she was a, a twelfth one underdog. Uh, she came in. She, you know, she was the number eighth ranked girl. Here's a girl that lost to Roxanne Modafferi two years yeah. ago to get into the Ultimate Fighter house. It did seem a little bit like she was a little happy to be there. Uh, you know, even after the fight, she's smiling. It was like her goal was to not was to finish the fight and make it close. Her goal was to win, but it didn't yeah. seem like she, she was had just that. too damn calm for me. Just yeah. a little, like I understand being composed, and which I, I really like the fact that, and and I still believe the calmest fighter always wins. You know, but at the same time, you, there has to be a kind of I guess underlying fire with that calmness, you know, at any given moment you can like bust off and bust somebody in the head. And I felt like I didn't feel that from her. I just kind of felt like she was just waiting and waiting and just kind of playing the cowering game, but didn't, didn't even after, you know, it was like, okay, you have, you know, one round left. You got to push it. What are you going to do? Yeah. It was like, she didn't go for broke. Now, by the way, uh, we have an interview coming up. Our interview is brought to us by tip a fighter. Guys, tip a fighter. Fighters can now get paid by the fans. You tip a, a cab driver. You tip a waiter. You tip a stripper. Let's tip some fucking fighters, okay? Hey, I'm with that. Tip yep. one fighter. Yep. I'm with that. Don't you love it? You go back there thinking, I'm just going to spend 20 maybe $40. And then $200 later, you're just tip like, damn, fighter. those songs go fast. Why did she tell me she loved me? <laughs> so, Bubba, so Bubba Jenkins would tip a fighter this week, okay? If he, if, if he impresses you, which I, I hopefully he will, all right, give this man some money. Uh, also, American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E, uh, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia at events, signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything else in between, A-I-A-S-E.com. Also, Decipher, okay? It's a lifestyle firm help to make your life better. Uh, they can help you with confidence building, uh, teach you how to pull the trigger in a fight, guys. They can help you with uh, get over stage fright, help you reach your goals, they teach you how they to handle actually, stress. Uh, they helped me decide between Popeyes and KFC. Nice. And they've, <laughs> they've, they've and Popeyes helped, was the right choice. They've helped actors, actresses, comedians, <laughs> porn stars, uh, even uh, actors from Game of Thrones. So uh, decipher, D-I-C-Y-P-H-E-R.com. Now, uh, or call them at 1-888-731-262. Didn't you call, uh, you called her by head kick, knockout, right? Uh, I said straight left, but she, uh, Holly actually... Uh, Hollywood. Oh, Holly actually caught me with that left left high kick. Really? Before in training. Yeah. Holly was a beast, man. Let me let me this is the reason why I knew she was gonna win. Ten years ago I sparred her. Is it, at is Jackson. It, oh, oh, wait, are, is we it, are we recording? Yeah, okay, good, good. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Oh, so, ten years ago. Ten years ago I sparred her at Jackson's. And um the first time I ever spar at Jackson's, uh, it was actually Winkle John's. He had a different gym than Jackson at the time. And um, I work with Jardine, and I'm going with Nate Marcord and, you know, uh, Joey Villasenor, and we have a pretty good round robin going. And then I get to her, and I'm like, oh, okay, I get, I get a rest round. Right. I get a rest round. <laughs> this cool. is what I need. Yeah, I get, I get a rest round. I'm working with her. I know she's a boxer, so I'm like, you know what? Just don't go off and just knock the hell out of her. Just kind of work yeah, with her. Yeah, she's a girl. It's right. younger, lighter. So I'm moving around, and then she, like, has really, really good movement. She's bouncing all over the place. I can't really catch her or even hit her with the light jab and then she just like blast the shit out of me with the straight left and it's like one of those one of those i was like oh my god like, <laughs> did, you see, did you see stars yeah i did and i was like damn like i, I didn't know we we're going like that so then i step it up a little bit when somebody hits you hard you kind of right yeah. right, the pace, like, oh, right? Like you, that, the pace. Yeah. you got you got headgear on and, and i'm not wearing a headgear is she wearing headgear 
She good looking. Hey, girl. she yeah. is good looking. No, she yeah, she's wearing headgear. She's wearing headgear, and I'm like, okay, I pick up the pace a little bit. But the harder I try, the the, the the harder it was for me to even touch her. And I'm like, shit, this is not going well for me at all. So then she throws that straight left. I'm like, ha, I see it this time. <laughs> so then I come to step up, and then right behind that straight left was a left high kick. Bow, just dazed the shit yep. out of me. No so way. It was, yeah, it was close to in the round, and I spent the last like 20 seconds just trying to get my marbles. People laughing, or are they like, oh, fuck? No, everybody's spa- everybody sparring, so they don't even see they it. They don't even notice. So then after the round, I go and sit down, and I just have a look on my face, and then Jardine sitting next to me, he's like, so she got you too, huh? <laughs> Wow. But I mean, that's, that's what, no, and and honestly, I think she's also like, I think people were trolled a little bit by her first two fights because she's a girl who can, she's comfortable with just getting the win. Yeah. Like, so when she fought Raquel Pennington, she knew, okay, I've won three rounds. I, I didn't have to finish her. When her next fight, when I was there, I was like, this girl's comfortable with winning. She, she's not blasting people out, but she's comfortable with just with just doing enough to win. And uh, say, so I think people were trolled by yeah, those two well, fights. They were just I, like, well, I, I feel like it wasn't her just trying to do just enough to win. It was her coming in a situation where she knew she was expected to win and not doing anything stupid and still uh, having to get the UFC cage time. Because honestly speaking, there's something to that octagon. Like when you get in that octagon, it, it kind of like... It it kind of freezes you for yeah. a bit. Uh, uh, just this feeling comes over you. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird feeling. So you're just thinking like, oh shit, I, I I do this every day, but all of a sudden I just feel vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? You just feel vulnerable as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for, for real, it's like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that, man. I feel so vulnerable for me. Yeah, the first yeah. time it was like that for me. Yeah, it almost like, was like shit. I was in a dark hallway and there was like someone watching me. Like there was ghosts watching me yeah, and shit. Like someone's weird, about to touch man. me or something. That is, that is so funny though that like that, that Jardine said she got you too. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they looked at me and, and he kind of like he kind of laughed and he's like, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, they, look, and the thing was, people are like, oh, see, this is what happens when a, a good boxer beats this chick was not just a boxer. They 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 no, they, they kept her along really slow. We are going to call Panny Kanzant. Uh, she's a girl who lost to Tanya Evinger in her last Invicta Championship. She's over in Sweden. She's hot. Uh, and uh, we're hey. going to talk to her right now. Penny. Hey. Hey, how's it going? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Rashad Evans, Vince Pichel, and the Greg Wilson. How are you? Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Come on, guys. Hello. Uh, can, you, can you hear us? Panny? Can you hear me? What about Adam? I don't care about Adam. Can you hear me? Panny. <laughs> and what do you put in a sexy scramble? Dude, she's just Definitely crazy. not pubes, because that got, sounds you gotta, disgusting. You gotta, hello, Penny. Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? How are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? Good. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Rashad Evans, the Greg Wilson, and Vince Pichel. How, are, where are, are you? Are you in uh, Sweden? I'm in Copenhagen. You're in Copenhagen. And how's that going? Uh, good, good. Now, uh, now I saw you post recently on Twitter that people keep sending you dick pics and you're very upset about that. Oh, shit. Well, didn't, didn't you get my sarcasm? Oh, okay. But you said you were upset about that. Were you happy about these dick pics or you seem like you were kind of annoyed no, by it, right? I'm just informing Twitter that they, ha- they are, you know, they happen. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to get four more right now? <laughs> <laughs> 
I've had enough. Don't be like that. Listen, yeah, listen, listen, that Penny. I, I got something that can change your life. I got something that can change your life. I don't want to see your dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to send a selfie. Uh, I was going to send a uh, selfie. It's made of sugar. It's uh, made of sugar. Nice. It's chocolate. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you, Penny. Now, listen, Penny, uh, you, you're you just coming off your, your first loss ever. You were undefeated uh, up until your last fight against Tanya. Uh, it was a tough fight. It was a tough fight yeah. to watch. She, she, uh, you know, she, she came on real strong. What do you think went wrong in that fight? What, 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 did, what, did you, what did you learn from that experience? Um, okay, you, uh, did you guys hear me? Yeah. Do you hear me? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, it was a different... Um, uh, like before before, um, before we even flew out to Kansas, um, it's starting to you know, uh, feel kind of weird. And when we, when we got there, I just like mentally just shut down. I don't know why I've actually never experienced that before in 10 years. So I'm just kind of working on that right now just to come back. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just think I needed that first big loss or something to really understand how much I, I really want to do this. So, yeah. Okay. I so think it was just meant to be. Not, I mean, <laughs> yeah. look, everybody loses. Every, I mean, look, I mean, it's just, you know, and you fought, you lost in the championship belt. I mean, you lost for the title. Uh, Tanya is on a, is on a tear right now. She's she's won her last mm. eight fights in a row. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought maybe it might have been too big of a step up for you. I was uh, I was a fan for b- both of you guys. I was hoping you would pull mm. up the butt bomb. That was what I was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right then when I was getting smashed, I was thinking, "Damn, my my ass should be on her face." No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now the last well, time, yeah. now the last that you said though, if you would win the belt, you would have taken the belt and smacked guys' penises with it. That you were all ready. No, to... no, hey, hey, hey! I think were you even listening? No. <laughs> <laughs> I said if I won the belt, I would probably use it during intercourse. You that would, was that. You said you were gonna was, uh, oh, wear it. You know, you said you were gonna wear the belt during exactly. sex. Yes, nice. Oh. Now, uh, now, have you been going on dates lately? Have you, have you been? What's going on with you? Oh, actually, uh, since I was talking to you guys, start dating a guy. So, oh come oh, on! Wow. Oh, hey, 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 That's hey, why the anti dick pitch. Yeah, it's it's dating, and I mean, it's nothing else than that, right? Right. What right. Do you do? Okay, 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 okay. We're still, still hoping. Still hoping. Yeah. <laughs> I know. How many guys do you think that you've slept with in your life? Uh, you asked me this last time too. Do you remember? I do remember, but I don't think you answered do you, me. Do you remember my answer? No. What was your answer? No. Oh. No. No. <laughs> yeah, that means no. you haven't at all. Yeah. I don't. I don't exactly know. You know the exact number amount. No, I don't. That's why I, I is can't it, ask is you. Is it? Is I, it more than? Yeah. T- is it more than twenty? I don't know. <laughs> Come on. It sounds like it's more than 20. Yeah. Yeah, you're never you going to get straight this, this, is the, this is no. the most honest answer I got from any Most girls like, only five. Yeah, four. Yeah. Yeah. If this and they get times by three. Five, yeah. four, it's easily like 35 or something. Easily yeah. 35. Oh, God, my God. I love this girl. You love this girl. God, I want to eat your sexy yeah. scramble. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing See, is, bothers me because I don't like to have sex with a girl that has more than, sex with more than uh, five guys. Really? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. 
<laughs> You're a liar. You I'm just joking. I, I, no, chaser. Uh, now, 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 Panny's been. Uh, Panny was born in Iran. Uh, she moved to yeah. Sweden. She escaped the Iranian, uh, all the stuff. She lives yeah. in Sweden now. Good for you. Uh, she's training in Copenhagen. She's a, a very beautiful girl. A lot of people had you thought you were going to win that fight. Honestly, a lot of a lot of people that were in the know that have seen you train before say that you're a you're a very dangerous fighter. Yeah, the thing was that I just hope I could like switch on. You know, when I was there, if. If I had switched on, I would probably be the champ now. Right. And yeah, that that kind of irritates me. Uh, Rashad, what is she talking about <laughs> yeah. by switch on? She's talking about uh, hit the switch, mental switch to go out there and compete at her best. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you mean, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know what I think you need? I think you need a what? team change. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> change or dick pic? <laughs> no, no, no. Team change. Team change. Listen, we're about changing lives here at this radio station. And what we want to do here is we want to give you an opportunity to come and train at the Black Zillions. I just want to say that there's a women's uh, locker room in my gym. So if you're gym. <laughs> really? Now, you, you think she'd be the first guy? Now, do you hook up with guys that you train with, Penny? Um, actually, the guy I'm, I'm dating is for my team. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sweet yeah, submission. Funny. Now, are you told now? Now you give guys butt bombs a lot uh, in the gym. Yeah, I, I, yeah happened once. Uh, but no, but you made <laughs> you made a whole video demonstrating the butt bomb. Oh yeah, that was dope. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that. That was that was. Should dope. have you seen that one? Have I, you, of have course you seen I saw it. I'm I, looking I, it up. I, I haven't seen. I'm trying to look at up now. I'm trying to look at it now. I'm kind of. Internet's slow in here. How I demonstrate about bomb. It's it's pretty. You know what? It's a really good grappling move. I'm I'm just saying it's a really good move. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now, uh, now, now! Oh my goodness! Look at Rashad. He's licking his lips. He's like, oh my! Now, Penny, when is your next fight? Um, oh, okay. I, I don't know yet. When my coach says that it's time to go, it's time to go. So I'm hoping to be like, may I'm I'm hoping he will say that we we'll, we will fight in March or something. Who do you want to who, uh, who do you want to fight next? Um. I don't know. I'm. I don't think I'm in the position to say that. Oh come on! You lost one fight. You're okay. You're, you you lost to the to the champion. You didn't you didn't lose to some scrub. Okay. There's actually one chick I've always been interested in fighting just because I don't know. I'm. I think I'm a. I think I'm a fan. Who? I think I'm a fan. Uh, Gomez. Oh Gomez, the girl. For, okay. Gomez, yeah. Nice. You, you like those Latin girls? Uh, I never tried it. <laughs> now I remember the last. Now, <laughs> now have you have you ever had any kind of bisexual experience or no? Oh, I knew this question would come. No, never no, once. I haven't. People people think I'm a dyke, but I'm I'm not. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you, no, you are strictly. I wouldn't care if you were or not. <laughs> you are strictly dickly, by the way. That's that's good. I, 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 <laughs> strictly what? Strictly dickly. I'm strictly dickly. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> dick, okay, that's a good okay. one. Strictly dickly. Now, if you come to L.A., we got to go out on a date. Last time you said that I was going to take you out, we were going to have fun, but you never actually came to um, L.A. Um. Did you talk to me then? Yes, I did. Right. You said, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. Sure. We'll she was drunk on coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, how old are you, Penny? Yeah. I'm turning 24 in uh, December. Now you're getting kind of old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> get a little old oh, now. Man. Get a little too old. <laughs> the top of the, the top of the oh. scale there. Top of the. Uh, <laughs> 
got um, about eight more months. Now, do you have a do you have a, a, a day job or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. What's your day job? Uh, I work at a school with teenagers. No, oh, what do you do for them? Giving them boners. <laughs> uh, kind of no for training. Uh, have uh, training for them, like teacher. I'm teaching MMA and grappling and stuff. Oh, nice. So you are giving them boners. Nice. Okay. So. <laughs> There's got to be a long be honest, line for that class. Some of them have been like, uh, like, yeah, questioning the pop bomb thing. But I mean. I can't do anything. It's all over the internet. No. Now, are, now, are you now? Now, I, you, know, you being Iranian, I would think that you're kind of hairy. Uh, are you kind of? Uh, <laughs> I shave. You shave. Shave. 100%, yeah. A hundred percent shaved. Nice. That's, that's keeping it. Keeping it. That's good. Keeping it fresh. Yeah, it's good. You got it. You got it. Right. Yeah. Shaving my legs. Yeah, my no, legs you, are shaved. No, yes. no, 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 not the legs. I'm saying like the. Hmm. <laughs> You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my armpits, yeah. The armpits are shaved too. Yes, right, that's yes, good. Yes. And anything and else? That third armpit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what you call it a third <laughs> armpit? <laughs> trying to be delicate here. A third armpit? A third that's armpit. the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I've never heard of a vagina. Yeah, it's my third one. Nice. Not many people have them, but I do. Nice. There nice. you go. <laughs> so, what's the best way to get a girl like you like to go out with them? Ooh, like I said before, I think. Uh, like invite me to training or something. Like, oh. Just go training, have some beers and then burgers, and now I'm good. <laughs> I love it. This girl's awesome. Not, no. <laughs> this is like my favorite. Uh, uh, <laughs> Rashad, any, any looks- comments to Penny? I mean, you know, I've, yeah. I've, I've always wanted to work on my uh, butt bomb technique. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the boys. This is the boys. Uh, know, boys. He just turned sex on operator. <laughs> is there any way that you can help me out there? <laughs> veteran and everything i just don't think you can handle my butt bombs Oh, I'm actually watching a butt bomb right now. The butt bomb is. Hey, I'll take one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had a girl butt I just, bomb I you, just Vince? Think your no, butt bomb needs sad. work. I mean, we do have to train. You know, I, I think we have to like drill it. Drill it. So we can. We can do that. Like, I'll tell you what. You I'm. I'm, I'm an old dog, but I definitely can learn some new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, now, Panny, have you ever been with a black man before? Oh, um, no. She's no. in Copenhagen. She's in Copenhagen. There's okay. only four of them in the whole country. You know what? That's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> but would you There's be opposed? But, but you wouldn't be opposed to being the black guy, right? Oh no, I'm 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 open. Equal no, opportunist. I mean, I'm okay. Open. Nice. Equal opportunity. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for well, you. She Penny. keeps that third armpit. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. My mom won't like it, but I mean. This might be the most honest fighter we've ever <laughs> had. Like, I didn't move you to Copenhagen to date the black man. <laughs> I hope I won't lose my Invicta contract or something. No, 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 no. You probably get promoted. You get, you get promoted. Um, but you know what? I have no problems with people. I like all kind of people. Uh, listen, Rashad. I, I promise. I have no problems with anybody. Not, no, no, obviously. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I think Rashad wants you to come train with him. I think yeah, well, I mean the the butt bomb can definitely be used, and I always. <laughs> Seem to get in that position, not know what to do. So. You know that I have like teach that and and some classes at my team. You, you, you teach high school yeah, kids butt bomb. Is that legal? 
Yeah, yeah. no, it's a good escape. Copenhagen. It's a good. It's a yeah. It is, it is Copenhagen. Uh, now, all right. Well, listen, Penny. It, it was so great to hear from you. I'm so, now, what, what, do, what do you think of the Ronda Rousey fight, Penny? Oh my God, I I I absolutely fell in love with Holly's like boxing and game plan and everything. I think I think she was just amazing. She was nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. And. And I really don't like that people are like saying that it was a lucky fight, lucky thing. I mean, she was totally game for this fight. Yeah, nobody. It was the that. best possible thing ever. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, uh, so how far are you? Where you think? I mean, like, uh, you probably like one more fight away from a t- back back to a title shot. I mean, you're you're you're. Right I just there. really, really, really want to get back into uh, you know the old panty again. Because that wasn't me in the last one. I just really want to. Uh, oh, I want to get, get into your new panties. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> say, the old panties are the comfortable panties. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Panty, uh, it's always great yeah. to hear from you. You're one of my favorite guests. You're, you're beautiful. You're hot. You're sexy. You're a good fighter. You're, you're, you're fun. You're cool. You've been with 35 men. Okay. <laughs> At so- least. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You and you're going to teach me to butt bomb. And, 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 and I'm going to watch the Rashad <laughs> Evans, Penny Kanzan porn tape. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me, Penny. Get your butt bomb on me. Now, Conor McGregor, what do you think about Penny? I'll tell you something. She's a real sexy girl. <laughs> I don't mind her putting the butt bomb on me. Really? I'm gonna put my four-leaf clover on her forehead. <laughs> uh, now, now, what did you think of the Ronda Rousey fight, Connor? Ronda Rousey got what she had coming to her. Really? Yes, she refused to have sex with me, and that's what happens <laughs> when you don't make love to Conor McGregor. <laughs> I was wearing my tightest shirts and my tightest little pants, <laughs> and she turned me down cold. Wow. So who's cold now, Ronda Rousey? <laughs> now, now, what do you? That people are saying, Chael Sonnen said that Aldo might not come to the fight. What do you think about that? Aldo won't come to the fight because he's going to be eating too much salsa and it's going to give him diarrhea and he's going to use it as an excuse not to fight. Panny? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I actually think this fight won't happen. I just have a feeling it won't happen. Rashad, what are your thoughts? I think it will happen. And, uh, you know, I mean... Who wins? Oh, man, this is a tough one. Because... I I feel Jose like I feel like he's the better fighter but for some reason I think that Connor is going to do it. I don't know why. You damn straight I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then I'm going to dance a tiny little jig all over him. I'm going to butt bomb him myself. I'm going to do an Aldo Irish bomb. I'll do it. Now 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 Penny, would you have sex with Connor McGregor? No. Why not? Oh, not. Why not? <laughs> I don't like guys with tattoos. Oh. oh hey, I have uh. zero tattoos, by the way. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Don't worry. Zero In the dark, tattoos. you can't see any of my tattoos. <laughs> but don't you have, like, half a sleeve? You don't like guys with tattoos? No, not really. Not that much that he has. And it's just too... I just like the human body. It's, like, really natural and looks good already. Mm. So. Mm. And I use cocoa oil. Coconut oil. Cocoa <laughs> sure nice. butter. I cocoa smooth, butter. So... <laughs> Rashad Evans like we've never seen him before. <laughs> oh well, listen, Penny, uh, you're you're yeah. a beautiful lady. Thank you for coming on the show. We want to have you back. Thank you so much for having. When me. do you come back to the U.S.? Uh, I was hoping to come um, in 2016, like I don't know, uh, maybe summer. 
Oh, well, come before that on my face. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> so, uh, well, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. 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 That was Panny Kim's <laughs> She's great. She's, She's great. a trip. Oh, She's yeah. funny. She is funny. <laughs> I love it. I don't know. 35. I thought about European never, women. I, I didn't expect an answer. I thought for I sure she was going to say five. <laughs> yeah, they all say five. They all say five. They all say five. Or keep it general and be like, not that many. Yeah. She, she's, I don't know. Man. You know, like under 10. I think she's like, serious. I think she's like, she's Iranian, lives in Sweden, has no fear, and is a fighter. Yeah. I mean, she's just a... A chick yeah. that just marches to her own drum, you know. It's so funny. She was talking about not being able to turn that switch. It was everything you had been saying earlier. She was talking about having that feeling going into that fight. Like she wanted to turn it on and I she couldn't it. do it. It wasn't happening. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a weird feeling too. I mean, you know, it's really something you can't game plan for and, and having somebody who knows you really well Maybe can bring you out of it for the most part when you get caught in that rut. It's it's a I'm rap. telling you, everybody yeah. needs Teddy Atlas in their corner. Did you see watch the Teddy Atlas fight? Uh, not Teddy Atlas. Teddy Atlas. He he coached uh, Tim Bradley. It was the most inspirational speech I've ever heard in, in my life. In the corner, yeah. He, it was Tim Bradley against uh, what's his name? The, the good Mexican fighter. Uh, but he he gave this speech about the fire. He was like, "We're firemen." He was like, I, 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 "I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm killing the fucking speech." Oh uh, yeah, Tim Bradley and Teddy Atlas. We are firemen. Uh, is there anybody who can plug this in? Here's Tim Bradley in, in like the corner, and Teddy Atlas. Fifteen minutes. Can you be strong for fifteen minutes? Can you? Can't hear, huh? Listen, your concentration weaving a little. Miguel Vasquez. Yeah. Pick it up. Okay. Pick it up. Okay. Don't pull straight out. Bend your knees and be strong on the inside. Go around them. Let's control the outside. Look. The fire's coming. Are you ready for the fire? We're firemen. We are firemen! Got it, coach. The heat doesn't bother us. We live in the heat. We train in the heat. Yeah, let's go. It tells us that we're ready. We're at home. We're where we're supposed to be. Flames don't intimidate us. What do we do? We control the flames. We control them. We move the flames where we want to. Let's go. And then we... Yeah. Wow. So that, that was a speech. That's a, that's out of the movie. That's, that's out like of a movie. Rocky, yeah. That is out of a movie. You're gonna eat like. Come on, you son of a bitch. Cause Mickey loves you. It was it was <laughs> it was Brandon Rios. That's who he fought, and he, and he knocked him out two rounds later after that speech. And uh, I just, I mean, a guy like that is who you need in the corner. But right? I mean, that's what you need. That's what you need. You need a corner to give it to you straight, to bring you whatever kind of dark spot or whatever has happened in your head. During the course of that fight. And sometimes it takes a hard talking to, it takes a smack, it takes a, hey, we fucking trained for this, dude. You're ready. Get the get it in gear, you know? Yeah. And pff, that speech right there just gave me chills. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was gave me chills, speech, man. Yeah. I've been in moments like that in fights where I'm kind of just dragging ass and my coach will, you know, just tell it to me straight and like, just tell me what's up. Like, go out there and fight. Like, for instance, when I fight Andrew Kwani, I came yeah. back from the from the first round and I couldn't I had double vision, I couldn't see shit. I was like, hey man, I was like, I can't fucking see, bro. Like I don't, I don't know what to do. He's like, what the fuck you need to see for? I was like, because I can't hit the fucking guy. He's like, who cares? He's like, grab a hold of him, throw this fucker around. He's like, you can grab a hold of him, can't you? I was like, yeah. He's like, grab a hold of him, you toss this motherfucker around. He's like, you wear him out, and then the punches will come. Yeah. I was like, shit, so that's what I did. That's why second round after that, I was just throwing him around. That, that was crazy speech, right? That was crazy. It was like, we're firemen. 
The, the flames don't fucking scare us. We're trying in the heat. We live in the heat. <laughs> we fight. Heat. We control the. That's how it tells us where we're, where we're supposed to be. Everybody needs a fucking guy like that. Hell anyway, yeah. uh, I'm gonna talk to you that after you have a bad set next time. <laughs> so listen, that is our <laughs> podcast. Up there. I want to thank you, Rashad Evans, for coming on yeah, the show. Rashad, yeah, Rashad. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Vince Michelle. Vince uh, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, thanks, the Greg Wilson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> that guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm here. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Tip a Fighter. Listen, fighters out there, some of you guys that are fighting in even, you know, even the UFC guys, some of the Fight Pass guys, some of the Legacy guys, some of the guys in Bellator, some of the guys, all right, anybody, okay? Holly Holm would have made a fucking fortune right now. She probably would have made three times. The fans would have given her their money. I mean, people were 10 to 1 odds. People were making, like that guy who put money on the Kansas City Royals to win the yeah, World yeah, Series, yeah. won $2.5 million. He won another 240000 on Holly Holm this week. So uh, I'm sure you would have made some money. American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E dot com. The best sports signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, and everything else in between. And D-Cypher. Okay, listen. Life is a bitch sometimes, okay? Sometimes you need people to talk to. You, you need a friend. You need help negotiating, help decision making. These are the people you want to talk to. D-Cypher.com. Thank you so much for coming on the show, guys. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. <laughs>